Blog Talk Radio.
you know, whatever we ask and we believe and we believe in it as we ask for it, it's going to be given to us. And Father, we are asking you in the name of Jesus first, please, that if there, if there is anything, anything in our lives, anything that, that, that shouldn't be a part of our lives, any behaviors, any feelings that we have in our heart, please revealing, reveal them to us so that we can make that correction. And then we can start praying on our knees and saying, Father, you know, I need your help getting rid of this problem or whatever the case is. And Father, you know, we also ask in Jesus name and in accordance with Matthew eighteen nineteen, and believing that holding it up to you in faith in Jesus name that you will count us worthy to escape all these things that are about to come to pass on this earth very soon. And stand before you, Lord Jesus, at the wedding supper. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Please, please count us worthy. In Jesus' name, help us to navigate this difficult, confusing world that we live in right now. To stay safe and and, and steer clear and, and, and understand the fantastic dangers that are out there. I'm, I'm in social media, the belief systems that are out there, the so many of our fellow brothers and sisters are lost in the NAR and the um, and the Seven Mountains mandate stuff and it's just so deceptive and it sends such an awful message and then oh Lord, there's just so much deception. It's exactly like you said it was going to be in the Olivet Discourse and I just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us ever so much more. Keep us from slipping into the pit, which so many people have fallen into. And we pray, Father, especially for those who have, that you will bring them back around. Don't let pride overtake them, which is so common even in the Christian walk. Don't let pride overtake them. Let them be humble in their hearts. Let them understand when they're wrong. Reveal it to their hearts, Father God, and help and allow them through their humility and admission to help others steer back onto course, Father, in Jesus' name, especially, Father, when, as you know, when they're dependent upon tithes and offerings for their income. They are very, very reluctant to be humble. They're very, very reluctant to admit when they're, well, incorrect. And, Father, we just pray that you will forgive them, that you will bring us all together um, uh, as soon as possible, uh, that we might depart this place as part of the first fruits, the barley harvest, as part of the, uh, the first group of those who warned uh, about uh, coming to the wedding supper in the, uh, in the parable of Matthew 22. And we just pray in Jesus' name that we will be standing right there in front of you, Lord. Super awesome. Very, very very soon. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
soundboard <laughs> I have to fade it out manually ah, someday I'll get used to everything being the way it ought to be all right praise God thank you Jesus um and boy a lot of stuff's going on we're back on the regular schedule uh Dr. Joy was feeling quite under the weather um Sunday she she's just one of those people that just really does not want to miss a show and um you know and I could tell you know that she was under the weather and she so I, you know, anyway, so, um, you know, and that, that might've been on an 11 year old, uh, uh, you know, audio, uh, you know, a radio show, the sons of God three hour special with Zen Garcia, but it's, it's, it's important. It's real important. And yes, I do believe it. Um, I think Zen has done, done an absolutely fabulous job, uh, ferreting through the, um, ancient writings of many different, um, parts of the world, um, as well as the Apocrypha, the Pseudo-Epigrapha, um, and um, kind of stitching it all together. And it is available in his book, Sons of God, Who Are We and Why Are We Here? And then also the, the sequel to that, which is Skyfall. I think it is subtitles Angels of Destiny, but whatever. Um, now, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, no, no one agrees 100%. We all have a little bit of a twist, if you will, to, to our understandings. But the, the Bible is very clear that we preexisted. I mean, I can pull verses out and show it to you. I, you know, but the Bible is also very clear that we, we are God. And if we're in a human body, then we, you know, we're obviously, like right now, I'm not a God. You know what I mean? If I showed you all the, you know, if you knew of all the things that I struggle with as, as you know, in this flesh body like many of us do, um, uh, you know, no, we don't feel like gods. We don't, you know, think like gods. We don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, you just can't. It's hard to wrap your, your head around these things, but that's one of the reasons why Jesus, uh, you know, and our Heavenly Father, through the presence of the Holy Spirit and the penning of the Bible, um, you know, pointed it out to us, you know, and it wasn't jammed, you know, wasn't spoken of in great pervasiveness. In other words, you know, Jesus said, have I not said ye are gods in John 10, 34. And that is just, that should make people just, their, their minds should be blown right there. They should, their minds should be shattered. They should be blown away and they should drop everything and say, wait a minute, why in the world is he saying that? 
just in John 10:34, you know, if it was something that was said in the Old Testament, people could go, well, you know, it was this, well, you know, it was that. And and a lot of the Hebrew scholars, you know, so-called, um, uh, you know, believe things or, or they're, they're afraid. You know, they, they, they don't want to lose their constituency. They don't want, you know, it, and I'm like, forget that noise. I want to know the reason why those mysteries are there. I want to know why Jesus said what he said. I want to know why, you know, Jesus said, um, you know, uh, and, and, uh, and John the Baptist is Elijah if you can receive it. I know why. Okay, but people don't look into these kinds of things, and and uh, we're, we're very blessed to have Brother Zen. Again, you know, there's always going to, and even Zen, you know, I've had gazillions of conversations with Zen, probably thousands over the years, and, um, you know, he's the first person, he's very humble, and he's the first person that's going to agree that he has a margin of error, that I have a margin of error, everybody has a margin of error. First Corinthians 8, 2 says, if anyone thinks they know anything, they know nothing yet as they ought to know. How much does that, how far reaching is that? Okay, so it's really a blessing when we have people like uh, Pastor Howard Storm that was taken to heaven. Uh, you know, Sori Parker was taken to heaven and had a conversation with Jesus about um, NASA coming forward and telling the entire world on worldwide television that the aliens took the Christians. I mean, when you start to stitch all, it took me more than a decade to stitch all this stuff together. Um, it didn't, you know, it wasn't like one big download. And um, and I praise God for that um, because you know what, I wouldn't have been able to receive it. That's why the Bible says in so many places, it says, if you can receive it, okay? And and when it says that, that's a warning. The warning is that, you know, Occam's razor does not apply, okay? You know, if, if Jesus is warning us, if, if deity, if our Father and, and our Father God and our Lord Jesus Christ, who is one with the Father, you know, when, 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 you know, the creator of creation, for crying out loud, when they say, if you can receive it, the implication is Occam's razor doesn't apply. The obvious answer is the wrong answer. And, and, and then, oh, Jiminy Crickets, there's so many different things that people do and they get wrong. And, and I just steer clear of it. Um, you know, what the stuff that people argue about seven years, this seven years that I know as a fact that the great tribulation is 1260 days, 42 months, times, times, half a time, uh, you know, 3.5 years. And, the another metaphor is the one hour for it says in uh you know revelation 3 uh, verse 10 about the church of philadelphia i will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth which of course clearly means that the church of philadelphia is not on the earth and they will not be here for the hour of trial that hour of trial is a period by the way and it's echoed it's repeated again in um uh, revelation 17 where it talks about these creatures now a lot of people think that those are representative of kingdoms and there's going to be 10 kingdoms at the end of, no i don't think so not at all it's going to be a one world government we already see it manifesting uh, satan's going to be running it through by um you know uh, incarnating into the temple body which you know any human is by default you know the, the temple of god whether they like it or not okay and even more so when you accept Christ, uh, but but anyway, uh, but it, anyway, and that's all covered in Romans, Romans uh, chapter one especially. But anyway, um, but here's the thing, you know, there's it's just gushing with mysteries. The, the Bible's gushing with mysteries, and I want to know what they mean. And I don't want to. I don't want to paste myself full of tiny little thimbleful. Oh well, God certainly wouldn't have any. There can't possibly be life anywhere else except right here on Earth. Everything's got to be Earth centric. Everything's got to be from the Earth. God cannot do anything on any other planets. He just created the universe as a big painting in the sky for us to all go. Ooh, googly, googly, googly. How pretty is that? No, I don't think so. 
There's a reason why you have the kingdom of heaven. There's a reason why you have the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is all of creation, all of the, all of the universes, all of the dimensions, all of the civilizations. I believe clearly that our God is that big. Why wouldn't we think that, that our God is that big? Why would we try to smash him down into, into a 12-ounce can? I've had these conversations. I did a radio show, and I need to sanitize it and play it as a best-of show one of these days, but it's called um, The Isaiah 13 and Joel 2 Alien Invasion. And Zen, now I don't know if Zen changed his mind. I don't think so. I hope not, because uh, uh, that would be unfortunate. But anyway, uh, people do sometimes, but I just don't know, and, and we don't talk that much. He's very, very busy. But anyway... Um, you know, when I had done that radio show, Zen had called me up and said, man, brother, that was an anointed show. And I was explaining that in Isaiah 13, it's talking about our Heavenly Father sending alien uh, creatures. Now, look, you know, we get ourselves wrapped up, you know, we think graze this, graze that. Well, when you listen to the testimony of Howard Storm, what do you hear him talking about? He see, he get, he's, he's, Jesus paraded in front of him many different humanoid civilizations, many different ones that looked essentially, you know, two legs, two hands, you know, they were that kind of thing. And then, you know, like humanoid. And then, um, but then uh, later he started putting all kinds of weird, creep, creepy, crawly creatures, you know, that were part of the civilizations that are out there. That makes sense to me, which, by the way, would align with the um, occult um, uh, 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 affiliations with the people that uh, were behind the creation of the alien and the Scorpion Weaver aliens movie. That is, in fact, what the locust creatures look like. The, the man behind creating that particular creature could barely sleep at night. He was uh, involved in the occult. His name was um, Geiger, okay, and uh, and he was involved in all kinds of occult things and 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 very bad. Uh, but he created that creature from visions that he was given from you know the dark side, okay. And that's you know. And then I thought to myself, and then and then I you know I, I just assumed that it had to be the locust creature. Well, it turns out then the Lord confirmed that for me because I never go to Facebook. I just don't like being anywhere around Facebook. And um and uh and I was posting a radio show. And I'm on there for all of about, you know, maybe 15, 20 seconds to post a radio show on the on the Facebook page, and then I dart away. Well, in, in this, you know, 15, 20 second period of time, bam, right there in my face was this young woman um, that was exclaiming how the Lord had given her a dream of the locusts, and they looked exactly like the creatures that were in the movie Prometheus, which is the same locust creature, you know. So, so anyway, I was like, well, there's my confirmation. I didn't get the confirmation. Now, I knew it in my heart, but I didn't get the confirmation from the Lord until over 10 years later. But anyway, that's just kind of how God works. You know, he, he, you know, as you climb up to level two, he, you know, you're at a place where you're ready to receive level three. And then when you get to level three, you're ready to receive level four. When you get to level four, you're ready to receive level five. The thing is, if you, it, you know, you, you got to be at a certain place where you can receive it before you can go to the next level. And if you're stuck at wherever you are, then you're stuck. It doesn't mean that you can't learn things, but you're still stuck. I don't want to be stuck anywhere. You know, I can I can read all these books. I can, you know, do whatever, you know, and, and whatever interests me, just like anybody else can. But when it comes about the mysteries of the Bible, mysteries about the kingdom of God, what is the kingdom of God? What, you know, what are we doing here in this in this hologram? Why is it the, that these fallen angelic creatures have the ability to manipulate mass? And what is it that they need to manipulate mass? And understanding, you know, we're supposed to understand 
We are not supposed to partake in it, okay? But but we are to know we're supposed to be wise as serpents, wise as the reptilian creatures, these creatures, for these foul, loathsome, sick. Uh, but anyway, um, and and we're supposed to be smart as they are. But we're supposed to be gentle as doves, and we're not. You know, we're supposed to be gentle as doves. We're supposed to be like Jesus. And you got all these people that are so convoluted and full of iniquity. They don't even. They, they claim that they're like Jesus, but then they do. They say and do things and teach things that are absolutely not biblical because they're not reading their Bible correctly. They're not acting like Jesus. They're holding up, you know, laws that are not applicable to the Bible, and 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 they're claiming that it's okay for them to do bad things. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's enough that, but anyway, we just got to keep on praying. We got to disconnect. Please watch your step. I had, you know, a very sweet, precious, you know, a listener. I don't know if she even listens to the radio show, but she sends me stuff sometimes. And she sent me a prophecy from some fellow. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to look into this and listen to it a little bit. And I started listening, and the more I listened, the more I just got that feeling. Something wasn't right. And I did a little bit of homework, and sure enough, he was part of the, the NAR Seven Mountains Mandate group, um, you know, and um, you could tell, you know, it was just the way the, the individual was praying. It was like they had an expectation that isn't going to happen. It just isn't going to happen. Not the way that they were praying for it. And then I thought to myself, wow, this sounds very Seven Mountains Mandate-ish. And I did a little bit of homework. Didn't take me much. I said, I, all I did was I typed, typed uh, NAR, Seven Mountains Mandate, blankety blank. Um, and, you know, person's name and stuff, and it went, bam, it was all over the Internet. And it wasn't people trying to be mean to the person or anything like that, because that's everywhere. Um, you know, th- that's a dime a dozen. Um, I just wanted to know if he was part of that group, you know. And I'm not going to mention any names, but um, it's a big group. It's the biggest group. These are the pillow prophets that David Wilkerson warned about in his pillow prophet prophecy. Now, it's not that these – now, they are warning that there's going to be a few bad things happening. There's some bad things coming through the earth. But unfortunately, they're also in the same breath telling – implying that if we pray properly and if we do this and we do that, everything's going to change. And when they say – when they do that, what they're really saying is we're not putting enough effort – Okay, we're not putting enough effort into our prayer. We're not doing enough ourselves to bring the the anointing down so that, you know, Jesus can take over the government. Jesus can take over the educational system. Jesus can take over Hollywood. Jesus can take over everything. And that's what they actually think. The Seven Mountains Mandate are different facets of the world. They believe everything in the world is going to be taken over by Jesus before. And I'm like, where's that? And I don't even want to study it. I know where it came from. I know where the roots of it are. It is a misinterpretation. It is absolutely heretical. And there are so many people that believe in this. And people are out there falling for this stuff. It is dangerous out there. Really dangerous. But anyway, that's so I, you know, I'm, I'm off my boat, you know, whatever you call it, my, uh, my, whatever they call it. I don't know what they call it. I'm, but I'm off my rocker here, or not my off my rocker, but I'm off my you know, thing. I'm not going to go on and on and on about the NAR uh, Seven Mountains mandate people, but they do trouble me. These are the same people that are looking to, to, to Trump to save the world instead of Jesus to save the world. These are the same people that are perfectly fine with people deifying Donald Trump. 
it's it's very complicated and exceedingly dangerous out there, folks. And all it takes is a small, a little bit of leaven spoils the whole lump, just like Paul said. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we need to be working on ourselves. We need to be taking advantage of this time to work on ourselves and to spend an awful lot of time in prayer, not only for ourselves, because physician heal thyself, right? That's what Jesus said, right? He said, physician heal thyself. Because when you heal, when you become more like Jesus, you know, and if you feel in your heart that maybe something's not right, well, it's probably not right. Probably not. And that's when you, you know, it, it, and, and you know what you should do? I mean, really, this is what I do. If I think something's not right, or I know it's not right because there's a Bible verse, even if I slip up a little bit, then what I do is I put that in my list. You know, like um, from Brother Larry, that guy that, you know, the, take the mission, John! Okay, that Larry, okay, um, who had been to heaven several times. Uh, L.V. Zapata's brother Larry, Larry Demers. But anyway, uh, half-brother. But anyway, um, um, uh, I miss him. But anyway, he's in heaven right now hanging out with Chew Thomas and, you know, eating all of our Thai food. Uh, but anyway, praise Jesus, you know, we just got to deal with it and you know, hang out here and let Tom Horn steal all of our Andy Scandies. Um, but whatever, it's all good. Praise God. And, and everybody knows he's, you know, if Tom, if anybody in the entire world of 8 billion people asked Tom Horn if he wanted to come back down to the earth, I guarantee you his answer would be no. Okay, but whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. Um, nobody ever wants to come back. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, now, once they're there. Now, if they're in flight or they're given the option while they're still, you know, where, where the only thing that's happened to them is like with, with my mother where she was outside of her body with, in the presence of Jesus. At that, in that particular dynamic, the person might say, I got to take care of my children. I got to do something else. Jesus, would you let me stay here a little while longer? Because they haven't been in heaven. But once they've been in heaven, they're like, no, 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 no. Please don't make me go back. And Jesus will, you know, kind of get a little stern with them in a nice way and, you know, say, hey, look, I got stuff I need you to do. You know, and what are you going to do? Say, like, you know, you're the king of kings, the lord of lords and everything else. But, uh, you know, I've been thinking it over and, um, uh, yeah, you know, I don't think I'm going to go back. <laughs> that would be a uh, eternal mistake. <laughs> OK, but anyway, uh, it's just it's it's tricky. I'll tell you, folks. Um, you know, it, you know, Nancy and I, we 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 have a lot of people recommend this person. That, you know, can you bring this person on the radio show? Can you bring that person on the radio show? Can you bring this person on the radio show? And it's oh my goodness gracious, you wouldn't believe this stuff. It's so dangerous. And there's a lot of ministries out there that don't know. You know, they they have a mission. They want to do this. They want to interview people that were that went to heaven or whatever, and uh, or say that they went to heaven. But they have no understanding of the fact that there are there's even a fake heaven created by Satan. See, so it's so tricky, and so people only know what they know, right? So they think they're doing good, so they bring in all, all sorts of folks on their program without thinking about the repercussions of that. And so Sister Nancy does a fabulous job of looking into their uh, videos and their YouTubes and scanning over them and looking for signs. That they're going to be a pro. Oh, you know, if they're promoting, you know, shooting people and killing people. Yeah, sure. Jesus did that a lot, didn't he? What would Jesus do? Take that doggone bracelet off your hands for crying out loud. I mean, I can't understand people the way they think. Take up your cross and follow me. I mean, you know, it's, I don't understand. But anyway, I knew I knew the interest to all this stuff in my heart long before God showed me the scripture and how it all sewed together and how it worked. And I've seen so many people fall down on that. It was unbelievable. 
But anyway, praise God for those of us because you know what? They're not going to make they're not going to make the barley harvest. They're not going to make the first fruits. I can tell you that as a fact. Jesus, the first fruits requires the most pristine pureness, purity that you can ever possibly imagine. Okay, and that's why we got to be seeking God on our knees, physician heal thyself, identifying in our feelings and our spirit the things that we think that we need to change. You know, I, I can tell you that the Lord come right out and told, told me if I kept on smoking cigarettes, I wasn't going to make the rapture. Simple as that. You know, um, uh, you know I, I'm not going to get into all the testimonies and how everything went down, but believe me, it was God. There's no doubt about it. There's so many things. And I'm like thinking to myself, okay, now – now that we know that there is a wheat harvest, a barley harvest, and a grape harvest, oh my gosh, when the grape harvest is part of the tribulation saints, that ain't cool. That is not cool. I do not, nobody. And people will say bravado things. I've mentioned this before. They'll say things like, well, I think the Lord wants me to go into the great tribulation, and that's my calling. And I'm like, okay, so your calling is to be foolish, because Jesus called you a fool. But. They don't read their Bible. They just got these wild notions in their head. So anyway, um, there's a lot of that out there right now. You've got the NAR dangers. You've got the um, you've got the Seven Mountains dangers, the Pillow Prophet dangers. You've got the, uh, uh, the, the fake Christians that come out of the family, which is a group uh, in Washington D.C. that all think they're Christians, but they're not. Okay, and and you know they come across as Christians, and they're inside. You know they're actually inside the government, but they're not really Christians. They just sound like Christians, and they'll mention Jesus and everything because they think they're anointed, but they're not. And, and and the thing is, you know, uh, I could I could use examples, but I'm not going to impeach anybody. The Lord just told me don't go there, so I'm not going to go there. But I could mention the behaviors. But I highly recommend that you get at least at least watch the first episode of The Family on Netflix if you have Netflix. The Family. Oh, and by the way, the Antichrist was part of the family as a Christian. Get it? All right. So anyway, watch it. It will be you. You'll be scratching your head and going, "Boy, these seem like super Christians. These guys are like amazing." No, and I challenge you to figure out where, what, what scripture they twisted in order to trick everybody. I challenge you. But anyway, and I challenge you to have an explanation for it because it's, it doesn't do you any good to say, "Well, they they obviously dork with you know blah 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 blah," and give me a description verse. But if you don't tell me what they did wrong and why they did it that way, you know you, you got to get the whole picture. And it's called the family. I have the book, and I also saw that the, that they created a, a documentary on Netflix. But the dangers that are out there are unbelievable. Because if you're listening to prophecies from the people that are part of the Seven Mountains Mandate, they're going to sound, they're going to have some things right, but they're going to have an awful lot wrong, an awful lot wrong. How you're supposed to pray, what you're supposed to be believing in, how you're supposed to be preparing. One of the things you'll never hear from them, you'll never hear the negative stuff. They do not use the negative battery terminal. They don't talk about hell. They don't talk about saying they don't talk about any of that stuff. And even if they do, it doesn't get them off. It doesn't get them out of, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card, okay? It's not. But anyway, praise God that God has been so merciful to us. I would rather, with a clear conscience, take a small group of people to the wedding supper in the barley harvest as the first group of the first fruits for, to the Shavuot wedding. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I would rather take a small group, because it's going to be a small group anyways. 
These 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 pastors and teachers and radio show hosts that have, you know, a quarter of a million listeners and all that kind of stuff and doing that YouTube thing, they're not they're not warning people nothing. They're just yickety yakking and yickety yakking and bringing as many people and getting their ties and offerings and their PayPal button pressed as many times as they possibly can. That's why I will not take a penny, never have, never will, from any single person ever, ever. The Lord knows that. He knows what's in my heart. And as long as I I told I told you know now if the day comes when I have no way to to you know pay, you know it, things are going to get bad things are getting bad they're in the process of getting bad and they're in the process of getting badder hallelujah but there's going to come a time when things are going to start getting cut off you know um look with with artificial intelligence I had get this so I needed to become really smart on artificial intelligence and you be and you're you're like oh no he's Elon Musk he's converting you know and whatever no no what happened was AI is getting extremely exciting because there are th- some things that you can do with it that work very very well when it's used for positive purposes the problem is that there's a gazillion different purposes that it can be used for. And one of them, and this is bad, by the way, but anyway, they have what's called large language models, LLMs. Okay? And the thing about them, I learned an awful lot about them because I got to talk to an important, expensive client about them and what they need to do to, to lock things down if they're going to use it and all that kind of stuff. So I got real smart about it. And... Um, uh, but anyway, the long, long and short of it, it was that it occurred to me, and I had seen an article because I'm always reading, and, and it said um, that they're going to be using uh, AI to interpret, um, you know, like things like uh, attack signatures, attackers, you know, going through uh, intrusion detection systems and, uh, you know, EDR systems and XDR systems and stuff like that to try to find, you know, the needle in the haystack, that, that attack or that anomaly, that event that shouldn't be there. Okay, which is absolutely brilliant and a very good reason to use it. Okay, but however, then it occurred to me, wait a minute, guess who else is going to be using these large language models? The biggest ones of all that are in gigantic data warehouses, that are inside of supercomputers that are shared with the GCRC, the Pine Gap, and China, because China's in on it with us. Well, not me, but China, China is the new world order. China is the epicenter of the new world order. They're going to kill off their own people, and then they're going to whittle down the population through all kinds of horrible things, and then mostly beheadings. And then, um, uh, and then what's left, they'll kill off a whole bunch more of them just because you pledge allegiance to them doesn't mean they're, going to, they're still going to kill you. Okay, and then they're going to take – when they get the number to where they want it to, they're going to ship them off over to places like China and Turkmenistan and some of these really creepy countries that are not just absolutely gushing and overflowing with satanic symbolism. And nobody even understands when they go there, when they stop at an airport, they're like, what is wrong with this country? Kazakhstan is one of them. So anyway, and they have these like you know, most people are aware or ought to be aware of the uh, the empty cities that they have created over in China. So they they've had all this stuff in place. Um, anyway, it's coming. It's already in progress, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. It's it's kind of baked in, woven into the headlines. And just like Obama said, just like the Antichrist said, all you got to do is flood the square of every town with enough raw sewage that people will become overwhelmed. They won't know who to trust. They won't trust anybody. And at that point, you have won. And we're getting there real fast. Okay, on my little excursion, which I had no choice but to do, um, it was interesting. Okay, uh, as long you know, but it, you know, nice little distraction for a little while, you know. But whatever. Um, but anyway, um, long story short, uh, you know, I'm sitting at this table, and 
eating a dinner with, you know, about, no, probably about 12 people. And, and this one guy out of the clear blue sky, it must have been a demon or something inside of him. He comes in, he's like looking right at me and he's like, and those anti-vaxxers, you know, they're the whole reason why we're, everybody's getting sick. They ought to be thrown in jail. And he's like going off. And I'm thinking to myself, I never said a word to this guy. I'm like, where is he coming from? It had to have been a demon. It had to have been a demon. Because, you know, even when I travel, I'm on my knees every single morning and anointing myself with oil and praying, spiritual warfare prayers, all that kind of stuff. I do it all the time. So anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, things are nuts. And we're going to cover that right now in the news. And then we'll bring on Sister Elena um, uh, and... Um, Brad, uh, Brother Brad, thank you for the commentary regarding the Sunday show and that it was a blessing. You know, the thing about it is I, that I did it twice. I've played uh, Sons of God, Who Are We and Why Are We Here? Um, Three-hour special two times as a best-of show in the last probably six months. And you know what? I felt led to do it again because it's so dagnabbit important. And people have asked me – so, again, if you really want to search out more information, there's three books that I can recommend – Two of them are Zen Garcia's. One of them is some other guy that I cannot remember his name, but I can look it up. You can look it up on Amazon right now if you want to. It's called When Souls Had Wings. Okay, but Zen, I think, did the best job. Now, granted, it's a little bit of a dry read, uh, Sons of God, Who Are We and Why Are We Here? Because what he's doing, if you understand his methodology, what he has done is he took the ancient writings from the Chinese. He took the ancient writings from the, the, you know, the, the Sanskrit and the Indian text, the ancient writings from the, you know, all these different civilizations – Excuse me, across the world that should have been, uh, you know, here on this earth when the great when the flood occurred and everything. And there was there's all kinds of archaeological evidence to support that, of course. Okay, so anyway, what he did was he said, wait a minute, look for the commonalities. He used the 66 book canon as his point of reference, so he used that to weed out the wrong stuff because there was always some wrong stuff. Okay, but what he did was he he shows you how all these different texts and the apocrypha are telling essentially the same story, but they have extra information in there, like how we drank from the cup of forgetfulness. It was part of our, you know, somebody was asking me, well, what if we decided not to drink from the cup of for, for forget, forgetfulness? Well, here's the thing. The thing is that when you were when you were going to a sentencing hearing, okay, and the judge, who is our father, okay, um, Psalm eighty-two, you know, God judges about, uh, amongst the mighty or whatever, uh, amongst the gods, uh, you know, and, and he goes in and gives the judgment, uh, in, and and he says, "Have I not said that you are all children of the Most High, sons of God? But ye shall die like men." Well, gods cannot die like men. I confronted Michael Heiser about this, and he's in heaven now, uh, but he wouldn't commit. He wouldn't commit. He wouldn't rule it out, but he wouldn't commit. And um, I'm like, how can you not commit, man? You cannot deny that a minor god cannot die like a man, period. And, but then people will go, oh, no, but you have to understand the Bible says that, you know, it is, it is, it is, uh, it is uh, committed you know, to man to, 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 to live once and then die and face judgment. What it doesn't explain is what is a man and what is the state of a man. Okay, what state are you in at any given time? Okay, so, so yes, while that statement is true, it doesn't rule out the fact that for those of us 
who were part of the elect, who – see, the judge is not going to say to somebody at a sentencing hearing – you know, the person at a sentencing hearing, the judge comes to them and they say, would you like to go pick up trash on the side of I-4 or would you like to go work at Metropolitan Ministries for six months or whatever the case is? And they give you a choice to elect, elect, okay, you know, your judgment. Okay, well, first and foremost, depending on the nature of the crime, you will not be given, okay, a, 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 you know, such a hearing. Okay, you, there will be mandatory sentencing guidelines that are associated with the, with the magnitude of the crime. So if you committed the murder, you don't get that choice. You're not going to Metropolitan Ministries. Only the people in the back of the van that didn't know what was going on, that were just you know accessories to the crime, sort of like the you know the Seinfeld folks or whatever. You know, at the end of the you know they got the, 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 that's the whole ideal. You know, if we when you got billions of minor gods working in the heavens uh, in the Morning Star office under Lucifer because he was Taking, taking over for Jesus for a period of time until sin was found in him, and somebody went and blew the whistle on him. Well, what about all the billions of other minor gods that were up there working, uh, you know, in light bodies, of course, uh, doing what whatever they were ruling and reigning? That's exactly what we're going to be doing with Jesus, except we're being raised up as a new. This is a new thing, the manifestation of the sons of God. That's why we have to go through what we're going through now. If we can't go through the things that we're going through now and come out humble and loving and kind to everybody around us, you don't qualify. I'm sorry, you won't. We all have to suffer, and suffering includes being alone, being ostracized. It includes people disparaging you. But you've got to follow all the rules. And if you have weaknesses, you've got to get rid of those weaknesses. And the only way you're going to get rid of them is through prayer, fervent prayer. So anyway, um, now is that time. Praise God. Now is that time, to, that wonderful opportunity, that merciful opportunity that our Heavenly Father has given each of us to draw in closer and to be ready. Look, God's Healer 7, for what it's worth, they're, they've had this, you know, now look, they've been wrong a couple of times. Pretty good. They've, had, they've been more right than they've been wrong. I'll put it that way. Um, now, all that being said, that's normal. Humans are humans. We all prophesy in part. We all see through the mirror dimly. Now, all that being said, there has been a noteworthy uptick recently in them mentioning the imminence of the rapture, which, by the way, unfortunately, the problem is that when when you don't – when you're prophesying on behalf of the Lord and you don't understand that there are three iterations of the rapture, the first watch, second watch, and third watch, which is captured in Luke 12, verse 35, 36, 37, if you don't know about that, and you don't understand that mystery, then when you prophesy, you're going to jumble it all together. It's not that you're not hearing well, but the problem is the prophecy will will say things that will – it kind of jumbles it together. It, it doesn't separate the first fruits barley harvest from the wheat harvest, and what ends up happening is it jumbles it together, and then it all sounds like it's going to happen during the day of the Lord, which it isn't. It isn't, because by the time the day of the Lord comes around, the east coast of the United States is going to be completely obliterated. Twenty-two million people are going to be dead. It rains on the just and the unjust. There's going to be a lot of holy people that are up in heaven, but they're going to, you know, it, it's just how it works. Isaiah 57, 1, two, 1 and 2. All right, praise God. It's, you know, that's just the nature of the kingdom. The key is to get out of here before that meteor hits and the, and the sixth seal kicks off. 
Praise God. But if the person who's prophesying doesn't understand those dynamics, they are you'll see little hints on like there'll be certain words that are plural and you'll pull that out and you'll go, Ah, see that's the Lord separating between the two different iterations of, of the rescue mission. But if you don't know about that and you're not looking for small little hints, okay, you're going to miss it, and it's going to sound like all, the, the rapture is only going to ha- – and I believe that for years. I believe that before I knew that there were three – how ironic it was that I believe there was only one rapture, even though I wrote in 2011 an article called Multi-Phased Rescue Mission. <laughs> how ironic, right? You know, Because I, I knew it in my heart. But I needed confirmations from God, and over time he did he more than confirmed it. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, um, uh, it's, it, it's exciting. Uh, also, another thing, there's a huge uptick, uh, which would be appropriate, considering that we're – I am personally looking for the David Doa tree, giant, spherical, Death Star, copper ball UFO to show up in the sky. Okay, because, you know, uh, it, it all snaps together like uh, the perfect story. And then you've got all these Christians that fell for the uh, Project Bluebeam PSYOP from Sergio Manast, which is, you know, anybody who can go back today in 2024 and read, uh, you know, Project Bluebeam, the actual pay, you know, paper that was supposedly written by the Sergio Manast guy. And you, you, if you can read that today with a straight face, the, you're not quite right. I'm sorry. You know, if you take this as an insult, I apologize. Please forgive me. I don't mean it as an insult, but you need to reevaluate how you're thinking about things. It just doesn't, you know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, read pretty good. Read pretty good. But the stuff that we know now doesn't read good at all. Looks like a, looks like a psyop, which it is. All right. So anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So um, on that note, kids. Are you guys ready to ready to rumble? Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Come on, get get in a good mood here. Many people, I know there's a lot of creepy news. But we just okay, kids. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and his spring was pretty nice too. He had a great fall, but spring was nice too, kids. Okay. I was a little worried about that one. That's a little fringy. All right, kids, what do you call a sinking rowboat? It's an ordeal. An ordeal. <laughs> it's an ordeal. Come on. All right. All right. Works for me. Works for me. Kids, a Mexican magician says he will disappear in the count of three. He says, uno, dos, and then poof. What's wrong with this picture? Because he disappeared without a trace. (laughs) Right, kids? Come on. Uh, What? Huh. No, come on, kids. Specky, what's that in your hand? Is that an ice cream sandwich? Come on. Oh. oh, right in my forehead. Spanky, come on. No throwing ice cream sandwiches. Oh, for crying out loud. Spanky, sit down. Okay, or do something. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I guess they didn't like the uh, Mexican disappearing without a trace. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so anyway, let's go ahead and head into the news.
Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, it's not normal. This is disturbing. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So we start out with, uh, I had to like rearrange the order of things a little bit because stuff heated up today toward the end of the day. Um, and I'll just, uh, you may, I'm sure. Sh- I don't know who's aware of what. Some of us work long hours. We work hard at our jobs. Some of them are physical jobs, some of them whatever. And we get home, and then we listen to the radio show, and we're like we're unaware. So I'm just going to treat it like nobody knows nothing. Some of you may know some of these things, and that's fine. And then I'm going to comment on it because that's what I do. <laughs> okay? But anyway, um, so there was – got to keep – look, Tucker Carlson – Devilified Putin. Then he went to the World Economic Summit, which is in Saudi Arabia, and he told everybody, you know, what he thought about Putin, what he thought about Russia, how it was taken care of, all the different things, and how the United States has fallen apart, and all this other stuff. And it was really the, the uh, it was excellent. It was absolutely outstanding. Now I'm not saying Putin is a great guy, and that living in Russia is without problems. That would be ridiculous. There's a lot of things that are very cool about living in Russia, but you've got to watch out. They are communists, and they will impose censorship on you. They will do things to you that we hate. Okay, But as long as you toe the line, okay, but they do do, they do, do things, do, 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 do things that, you know, 1960s-born Americans would find to be not okay. Now, anyway, all that being said, but comparative to the United States as it stands today, it's like it's unbelievably incredible. All right. But anyway, but they still do stuff that we would not. Anyway, leave it alone. So anyway, so Tucker Carlson with more listeners than Fox News, MSNBC and CNN combined. Like four times more listeners. Okay. And then some uh, does this round the world tour regarding Putin. Now, this messed up the story about the boogeyman because we got to have a boogeyman. But what's really very unfortunate for us is that we have entire generations. Anybody that is below the age of 30. Danger. Will Robinson. Danger. And I was looking at the demographic breakdown of the United States by age, and I'm like going, oh, this is bad. This is bad. Because there are as many people that are under the age of 30 as there are over the age of 30, which means de facto they are dangerous. They don't have enough – because of the breakdown of the educational system that it that started back in the 60s, they – don't have enough of what it takes to be able to function. They're just, it's just terrible. So anyway, um, so the boogeyman thing, the people, you've got so many, the demographics of the United States have has degraded so badly that they need, they, the entities, the reptilians, need to keep the boogeyman thing going. 
Russia's bad. Everybody else is good. Russia's bad. Iran is bad. They got to keep the boogeyman thing going. This is part of the master plan because they got to usher in World War III. They got to make us all kill each other. This is huge for them because they want to reduce the population down to 500 million. Okay, and 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 the fastest way to do that is to create a global war and have everybody take their guns that they bought in the name of Jesus and go out and shoot people because they don't understand Jesus at all. Oh, gosh, it's just enough to make me want to just rip my hair out. I don't have enough to – I can't be ripping any more out. So anyway, um, so yeah, it's going to be an absolute slaughter, and they know it, and they want us. Everybody's like, oh, no, they're going to take our guns away. No, they're not. They want us to have the guns. They love to go on TV and say, we're going to take away the 18, uh, the 18 bullet uh, you know, cartridges for the uh, Glock 17, and then everybody goes, oh, no, it's gun control, and they run over to the store, and they buy 50 more cases and 10 more guns, and that's exactly what they want to have happen. They want as many weapons on the street as they can possibly get because they'll kill more people. And then all they got to do is sweep up the dead bodies, institute martial law, put Obama into the White House because, well, Trump won't be around anymore. And then guess what? We have the Antichrist and we're gone. Hallelujah. So anyway, um, so that I that long disser- <laughs> dissertation, <laughs> and that's a nice way of saying what it was, rant, um, uh, that was to set the pace. So, so what you have is, first, you had this big announcement. It was all over Fox News. And, oh, we have a national security crisis, and we got to convene the – you know, we, gotta, we told every single person that is in the Senate and everybody, and everybody that's in the House, and we told everybody, and this is terrible, and we, it's, oh, it's just the worst thing ever. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. It's a threat to national security. This is the most horrible thing. And they let people stew on it for a while, and then they did Fox News reports. <laughs> Oh, you know, it must be this, it must be that. I don't know what it is. Oh, no, this is terrible. And they, they boogeyman, 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 boogeyman. All it was was a setup. They wanted to tell everybody that they discovered, you know, through their intelligence sources, which aren't as intelligent as you might think. They're too busy cross-dressing to be intelligent. But anyway, they are um, – tr- Pawning it off as being uh, that uh, oh Russia has suddenly put uh, you know EMP uh, uh, you know electromagnetic pulse nuclear capabilities in outer space that can take down satellites and all this kind of stuff. And never mind that we have green laser beams uh, you know and, and 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 the Maui fires and do weapons and everything else that we're seeing going on out there. And unless they're coming from alien motherships, uh, which they could be, uh, then guess what? Then don't even get me going on a secret space program and all that other stuff. So, you know, the thing about it is it's just a PSYOP. We, this whole thing was a PSYOP. So Justin, Democratic source familiar with the threats, tell NBC News this is a serious issue that could lead to a destabilizing situation and a national security threat. Now, first and foremost, if there is a real national security threat, the last thing they're going to do is A – Tell everybody in Congress. B, tell everybody in the United States over mainstream media news. They don't do that. That is not what they do. It's a psyop because they want to keep the masses. I don't I can't really I don't really know if this is an accurate estimation, but if I was to estimate Percentage-wise, the people that have the critical thinking skills to be able to understand these dynamics, it's probably less than 5% of the population, and that's pretty scary. 
<clears throat> anyway, so they played this up, played this up, played this up. Uh, grave national security threat here. I have an audio bite here that I can play for you. Let me go ahead and, you know, if you haven't heard it, I'll play for it now. Play it for you now. Here we go. All right, I want to bring you some new developments in this uh, story we're following on Capitol Hill, where the intelligence chairman, the House Intel chairman, Mike Turner, is trying to get some intelligence released to the American public Don't about giggle. an urgent security matter. <laughs> and uh, apparently a notice was sent to all congressional members in which an urgent it talked about this urgent matter with regard to a destabilizing foreign military oh, capability no! that should be known by all congressional policymakers. I'm shivering. So I'm shivering. To what foreign uh, military threat they're talking about. We're still working on that. Okay, enough is enough. I, you know, I can only take so much. Okay. Three, two, one. Next headline. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Try, now I'm just re, 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 I'm, I left this one here on purpose. Don't forget that Christopher Ray, who is one of the many reptilian liars from the bowels of Sheol, that just gazillions of them, and why he still even has a job. I, I but anyway, I don't know. It's it's the whole Glenn Beck thing. Uh, but um, you know, anyway. And they have a sign in front of the Honorable Christopher Ray. I'm like, excuse me? The dishonorable liar! Christopher Ray. Filth. And, hey, my Bible, I don't know about your Bible, but my Bible says all liars get cast in the lake of fire. I tell people, I take this stuff very seriously. Uh, I, I'm not going to mention the name of the person, but I needed some assistance with a deliverance issue, and I contacted this particular person that was supposed to be good at it. And uh, his secretary goes, well, we'll pray for you. And I said to her, you know what? If you don't pray for me and you forget, that makes you a liar, and the Bible says you're going to the lake of fire. And I said, have a nice day. God bless you. Bye. Because these people are liars. It, God considers those things lies. You don't say you're going to do something and not do it. Period. So anyway, don't forget that this entity told everybody and, and all the Congress and all that kind of stuff that China hackers are ready to attack the United States and they're preparing to wreak havoc on the United States critical infrastructure, which basically means taking down power grids and all that other stuff. What they don't tell you is that they're in bed with China. They love China. They're doing everything they can to promote China. They want to institute the social credit system. <clears throat> they're all owned. It, nothing, there is not going to be a Taiwan event. I'm here to tell you. I guarantee it. There's not going to be a Taiwan event. When China decides to go in and take Taiwan, we will hand it to them. Here you go. It's all free. Here you go. Cheers. We are in bed with China, totally in bed with China. Uh, who was it? There was um, – oh, there was another uh, leader in Congress that I found out is married to a Chinese woman. Uh, th this country is totally owned by China. When, China when, when Red Dawn turns from a movie into a prophecy, which it will, it will – they're just coming to collect the debt. They own this country <clears throat> for the most part. They're going to be coming to collect the debt. 
And uh, anyway, I'm not going to get into all the ands and buts because I have no intention of being here for that anyways. But I did want to call to your attention, since we were talking about the boogeyman anyway, that the, another another one that they're pawning off as a boogeyman is the Chinese hackers. Dum, 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 dum. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, no, it's the Chinese hackers. We're all going to be in the dark any second now. I'm not saying that. See, here's the thing. It's going to happen. But it, it doesn't have to be Chinese hackers. It's probably going to come out of Langley. Yeah, where all that stuff comes from. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. All right, threat to the United States national security comes from space, says the Pentagon. It seems that Russia has developed, oh, a unique capability, by golly, that can neutralize United States space assets and other ty- and, uh, uh, or other types of weapons, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. Like, there haven't been anti-satellite EMP weapons, for crying out loud. I mean, you know, you literally got to do like, Hannibal Lecter, Hannibal Lecter, are you there? Are you there? Do you have your saw with you? Because I need to have a portion of this very tiny brain removed from my head because I'm thinking too much, and I need to believe everything they're telling me. Right, kids? Let's ask Alex Jones about this. This is their plan, people. These are demons. Just like the Bible says, it's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space through people. I'm telling you, it's what all the ancients said. It's what they warned of. It's what we're dealing with. They're demons. They're frickin' interdimensional invaders, okay? I'll just say it. Make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already innately knows this. These people are not frickin' humans. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. I love that one. It's one of my favorite ones. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Then, next one up, Israel jets over Beirut, Lebanon. We knew that was coming. Well, now it's happening. So now... Um, has, you know, it's it's they've been skirmishing back and forth, you know, launching this, launching that, back and forth, 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 threatening, 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 threatening. Well, evidently, according to the the reports, very hard to sort it out. Evidently, Hezbollah had a lucky strike. <laughs> no reference to the cigarettes, by the way, and they hit a, or maybe it wasn't so lucky, uh, and they hit a major. Uh, some kind of a power station or something, some, a significant target in Israel. And it blew. And right after that, the IAF went straight into Beirut. And sure enough, there were reports coming out. Uh, and it, it says right here, IDF jets over Beirut following this morning's attack a, uh, in uh, Safad, Israel, which resulted in one fatality and eight injuries. The IAF jets have been striking all over southern Lebanon and have been spotted at low altitudes over Beirut. This is an antagonist to Iran, which is exactly what they're trying to do anyways. And they're going to, it's going to get worse because they're not dealing with stupid people. So anyway, next one up, Israel airstrikes again in Lebanon. It says the, uh, says Israel, Israeli airstrikes inside of Lebanon. Okay. And it says uh, the Israeli military announced that they had begun, quote, a series of strikes 
inside of Lebanon hours after Hezbollah launched rockets at the Safed at Safed in northern Israel, killing two and wounding seven. Four people have been killed and nine injured so far by the Israeli strikes. So this is exactly what Netanyahu was hoping for. He got his wish, and now they're going to bomb, 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 bomb Lebanon. Which, by the way, that isn't where they're going to stop. It's going to get a lot worse, but we'll cover that in a few more uh, headlines. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, and by the way, we should listen to this report uh, about Israel striking Lebanon. All right, hold on a second. Let's bring this up. Here we go. Holy moly! I can't believe he said that! My Farsi is a little rusty, but I think he said he was mad. Okay, whatever. Next one up. Houthis confirmed multiple warship hits. The Houthis have confirmed that they have hit multiple United States warships with missiles. The United States, however, says that no ships have been hit and all missiles have been shot down. Who do you believe? Let's listen to this person and their little commentary. Let me see. It's only a minute and 21 seconds. So, yeah, we got plenty of time. We're going to go ahead and hit this one up. Yemen has said that they've hit multiple warships with missiles. Yemen put out a statement today, and they said that the Americans are not accustomed to having their battleships hit by missiles. Now, we know that the British HMS Diamonds had to withdraw from the Red Sea two days ago due to the fact that it needed maintenance done to it. And the commander of that ship said that it's very dangerous in the Red Sea. He also said that they were firing missiles on a daily basis. So from this statement from Yemen and that, it's totally plausible that they did actually hit a British warship. There was also another report from Yemen a week ago of them hitting the USS Gravely, which was also in the Red Sea. And then just a few hours after that Yemen report, there was a US official who said that the USS Gravely had just shot down a missile that was heading towards the ship. He said that the missile got so close that the ship had to use its last layer of defense to shoot down the missile. So Yemen said they hit it and the US officials said they didn't. I'm leaning towards believing Yemen because I can imagine the US officials in the West know that if they announced that a ship had been hit, it would definitely cause some backlash. So I'm personally quite sure that two ships at least have been hit by missiles from the Houthis. Obviously the West denies it and Yemen confirms it, so I'll leave you to decide on who you believe. All right. Um, I can tell you as a fact, they're never going to admit it. They're never going to admit it. That's the best protocol. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. This is world, the World Government Summit, and it's short. It's short and, and you know to the point, but I think what they're saying is something we need to have in the forefront of our minds, unfortunately. All right. But it's good news for us that are leaving early. All right. Here we go. Underpins a world order is always the financial system. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. 
but what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. All right, so we can listen to her babble, 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 but it's just them at the um, – it was. it's actually the same summit that Tucker Carlson did his spiel at. <clears throat> but anyway, um, just reassuring us all that it's going to be central bank digital currencies, a digital ID, uh, social credit score uh, scoring system, and they're going to steal money from our account. And uh, it's just – it's so mark of the beastie. It's unbelievable. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody that falls for that is, well, clearly demon-possessed and an unbeliever, which goes hand in hand. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Eight to ten people were shot at Kansas City Super Bowl rally. So they were having a Super Bowl celebration, parade, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into the Super Bowl stuff. I get sick of it. I don't like football. I don't care about football. And the only reason I watched the game was I wanted to see whether or not the claims that they were going to set off a nuke were going to come true. Now, you might say it's morbid, but I just wanted to be tuned in. I wanted to be aware of it. I don't want to wake up the next day and find out that, you know, some of all fears went from movie to prophecy. Okay. But anyway, um, and I, was, I wasn't really paying attention. I was talking to somebody else, and we are kind of, you know, the whole thing was, I don't even want to talk about it. Anyway, so I'm not. I don't want to, and I don't care. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. But it is kind of sad that there, you know, and there are shootings. The shootings are unbelievable. Shootings are happening everywhere. They're not just having like, you know, on Tuesday they have a mass shooting, and then two weeks go by, and then the next, you know, two two Thursdays down the road they have another one. No, 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 no. Now they're having multiple mass shootings on the same day. Now, is it every single day? Not necessarily, but in some cases it is. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Okay, now, um, this is interesting. Um, Now, I don't agree with the characterization. I do – well, I kind of do, but I don't. Uh, But I think it's worth listening to. This is the um, uh, European Union um, uh, uh, parliamentarian person. Uh, They usually call them MPs. And this, she's very outspoken against CBDCs, against the World Economic Forum, against all this lies about you know the uh, climate change and all that other stuff. And and she's telling people, you need to push back. You need to fight back. You need to not let them do these things. Do not sign that pandemic treaty uh, in May. Don't do it. And and uh, so anyway, she's. She's uh, uh, on this uh, radio show program making commentary about this, and I think it's um, it's short in it, and it really gets to the point, and I think it makes a very good point. Wait a minute. Moving around in the European Parliament, what what is the talk, and what is the mood of your colleagues, those with whom you agree and those with whom you don't? They're frightened at this point. Um, because a lot of them do realize what they're doing is not right. Um, they're not serving in the best interest of, of the people, and it is no longer government of the people, uh, uh, of the people, by the people, for the people. At this point, it's government of the globalitarian misanthropists, for the globalitarian misanthropists, and by the globalitarian misanthropists. That's what we're looking at. And they're beginning to realize that the people will no longer let them get away with it, and uh, they can no longer fool them into thinking, oh, 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 we have to save the planet now, and it's climate change, and it's all of this. Um, People no longer believe in that, and I think they're catching on to the fact that it's it's a gigantic lie. It sounds hopeful, but it's not. 
Um, and uh, unfortunately, demographics, demographics. If you don't understand the demographics, you will not understand why. And besides, the Bible tells us what's going on. The Bible, no, you cannot redact the book of Revelation. You cannot redact the Olivet Discourse. Sorry, Seven Mountains people. <clears throat> anyway, um, next one up. Hundreds of military vehicles are heading to Poland for a NATO exercise. A lot of people believe that there is an ulterior motive, and that is to get NATO, uh, to get Poland ready for an invasion on behalf of NATO, probably due to some sort of a, a false flag. I was going to say trumped up false flag, but <laughs> you can get thing, you can get your uh, you can get it uh, things awful mixed up nowadays. Uh, anyway, um, po- the Polish army doubles in size. In less than 10 years, the Polish army forces have roughly doubled in size from 95,000 to 200,000, and they're shooting for 300,000. And then it talks about, you know, defending Europe and blah, 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 because you got to keep the boogeyman. After all, they've got EMP weapons up in outer space now. I know it's just so terrible. And, oh, yeah, I'm afraid of Russia. No. They're the last people I'm afraid of. Anyway, praise God. Now, you know, nah, I don't want to get into all the details of the end times um, because it would just take too long. All right, next next one up. West Virginia Attorney General urges uh, Kamala Harris to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Biden and put herself into the presidency, which, of course, would do absolutely nothing positive. And besides, the Antichrist prefers to have a poopy pants, depends-wearing, convalescent, Totally lost, shape-shifting, mask-wearing. Okay, so I think I got that out. That was hard. I, I, was, reaching, I was reaching for the shrimp fork, okay? I was reaching for the shrimp fork, but then I held myself back, and it's all good. We can move on to the next headline. Here we go. Russian large landing ship is sunk. The Russian large landing ship entitled or, or known as the Cesar uh, Kuzinikov uh, was sunk in the Black Sea, and every single person was killed on the ship. So what's happening is the United States, with their satellite weapon systems, which you know, and all that kind of stuff, they are they're they're doing this. Okay, the United States is currently in a hot war with Russia. They're the ones sinking the ships. They've been over there the whole time. Okay, now now when it comes to people dying, sometimes, you know, I, I'm not going to get into all that, but it's, it's the United States that's doing it, and Putin knows it. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Roof of Russian high-rise catches fire suddenly. Had to been a do weapon. And I'm pretty sure that Mr. Putin is well aware. Okay, and I can play the audio for that, but all you're going to hear is people screaming and, you know, large fire in the background and that kind of thing. And we got to keep on moving because I want to get through all this. Putin, okay, shortly after all this stuff happens, uh, I mean, people are really, really watching. I mean, people are watching Telegram. They're getting videos from Telegram, from from covert channels, encrypted channels all over the world. And then they're plopping them uh, right into Twitter. And they captured, in the middle of the night, around 3 o'clock in the morning, Putin and his uh, escort in their black Tahoes and, uh, you know, red and blue lights. They must have been going 130 miles an hour. I mean, they were going to the Kremlin real fast. So it was some kind of an emergency meeting Putin had um, uh, evidently last night. Now, what it was about, nobody knows. All right, um, uh, praise God. So uh, I'm looking at the time. Oh, 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and zoom in and try to do this. So this guy did a pretty good write-up. He's wrong a lot, but he's also right pretty much too. He said, so since the Super Bowl, he says, <clears throat> the foreign aid bill uh, with Israel and Ukraine is dead on arrival. Kamala Harris recommends the 25th Amendment. Alejandro Mayorkas is impeached. CBS journalist Catherine Her- uh, Herridge is fired. Now she's caught up in an 800-person paramount layoff, but yeah. Fired. Uh, free Julian Assange trucks are scheduled to invade New York. Good. Okay. Uh, Australia has already pardoned him and said that he can come home, which is awesome. I hope they let him go. Um, a report came out uh, about the CIA uh, illegally spying on 26 Donald Trump associates, blah, blah, blah. Netflix unveils trailer for infamous Prince Andrew Newsnight interview drama called Scoop. Oh, great. Uh, Dow tumbles 500 points. Not good. Pope Francis is accused of opposing former. Uh, I'm sorry, reforms to tackle clerical sexual abuse, right? Jamie uh, Jamie Dimon uh, predicted major United States financial crisis. Uh, uh, well, he ought to know because he's pretty much controlling it. Bloodbath at Paramount claims 800 jobs, which is why the uh, journalist got mandated to use his excuse to get rid of her. Uh, it just goes on, mentioning uh, without mentioning Zimbabwe gold standard announcements, without mentioning the data breach of Bank of America that affected over 57,000 accounts, which I did not hear about, which surprised me, but I, I'll get a notification. It'll just be a little slower. And it just goes on and on and on. It's unbelievable. Securities and Exchange Commission announced on Monday that the acceptance of cash payments uh, is through electronic payment methods only while revealing a trend to list electronic payment companies on the stark market. So if the SEC gets involved and they're totally corrupted and owned, which they probably are, uh-oh. All right. Layoffs. This is bad news. Pray for the folks. Pray for your fellow believers. I know an awful lot of them who have lost their jobs. They have lost their homes. Just please pray for them. Just please pray for them. Remember to pray for them. They need prayer. I don't like to see any believer. And whatever you do, don't judge. People who understand will never judge. People who judge will never understand. So, regarding the global workforce, Twitch is letting go of 35% of its workforce. Roomba, 31%. Hasbro, 20%. LA Times, 20%. Spotify, 17%. Levi's, 15%. Xerox, 15%. Qualtronics, 14%. Wayfair, 13%. Duolingo, 10%. Washington Post, 10%. Snap, 10%. eBay, 9%. Business Insider, 8%. PayPal, 7%. Okta, 7%. It's not good. Charles Schwab, 6%. DocuSign, 6%. Cisco, 5%. UPS, 2%. BlackRock, 3%. Citigroup, 20,000 employees. Pixar, 1,300 employees. Hmm. Next up. Iran has installed long-range missiles on cargo ships. So uh, this is a very interesting report, and they do have video evidence of it, and sure enough, that's what they've done. So now they essentially have guided missile systems with long range on various cargo ships all over the seas. Wow, how convenient is that? Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up, sabotage of huge fuel line in the middle of Iran. And if you want to hear the explosion, here I got it queued up, and I'll go ahead and play it real quick. It was a big explosion. Okay, come on, man. Work with me here. There we go. 
All right, here we go. So basically, <clears throat> sorry for my throat. <clears throat> so basically, we cut off a major fuel line uh, through sabotage in the middle of Iran, inside of Iran. This is from some pretty serious stuff, folks. Okay, and it says, you know, it's uh, anyway. I'm not going to get into all. I can tell you there was in the cities of Borjan and 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 Shekin Korad and uh, in central Iran and you know gas line number 65. It was natural gas. At the end of the day, folks, it's in the middle of Iran. Okay, next one up. North Korea fires cruise missiles off of its coast. So what they're doing now is they're getting bigger and bigger missiles. They have now guidance systems that they got clearly from Russia, which, you know, so whatever. Uh, and, um, and yeah, they're, they're firing them off as much as they possibly can in preparation. They've even got new guided missile systems for some of their smaller HIMARS-type uh, weapon systems. And that's important, too, because they need to be able to hit Seoul with great accuracy, which they will do. All right, which is going to be sad. It'll be a sad day for South Korea. But anyway, it's going to be a sad day for a lot of people. Anyway, next one up. Hallelujah. Russian-made T-72 tanks are sent to Libya. Wow, that's very ceremony-ish. Why? Now, remember, Russian T-72, what does that mean? Russia plus Iran equals one war entity. Iran, in the ceremony vision, she saw a nuclear missile being fired from Libya into Israel as a major event that started a lot of stuff moving forward, including other nuclear missiles. Wow. Next one up. Israel just bombed the refugee camp in Rafa. Not only did they bomb the refugee camp in Rafa and kill a lot of people that had no place to run away to, which they've been doing for a long time, uh, but um, and it is genocide. There, no, there's no doubt about it. Um, but um, uh, they also, I also have live videos of them using a uh, backhoe and going in and taking a uh, food warehouse, like the last food source warehouse that they had in all of that part of Gaza, and they ripped it to shreds and threw the food all over the streets so nobody could eat. It's a pretty sad thing to see, no matter who it is. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Syria to Israel, we are ready for war. After meeting with Iran, Syria told Israel, we are ready for war with you. Damascus has declared ending Israel, Israeli control of the Golan Heights. A top priority. Oh, my goodness. This is serious. Hezbollah hits Israeli base, and they did, and that was what caused the jets to go in. So, uh, you know, they hit – so, again, complete destruction. I can play the audio for you. All you're going to hear is a really loud explosion, but that's what sent the IAF ultimately in to Lebanon proper over Beirut. So now they got a whole other war going on, all right, multi-front war, all right, which they're going to have another – it's going to be like a five-front war, but – you know, we have to have the prophecies in the Holy Bible come true. When Israel surrounded by all of his, you know, run for your life. That's what it talks about in Luke, Luke uh, 21. All right, 20. Uh, I think it's 20 verses 1, whatever. Uh, but anyway, House impeaches Mayorkas. This is so meaningless, it makes me want to pluck my eyebrows out with a 
I don't know, a curling iron or something. Uh, but anyway, what a waste of time. Everybody's like, woohoo, you know, New Yorkers, we, we in the House impeaching them. Yeah. Wait until it gets over to the Senate. It's just going to be a lost cause because you know why? Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. There you go. Court orders the Netherlands to stop sending Israeli Israel F-35 parts. Wow. Do you think they'll stop? Hmm. Okay. Now, this is interesting. What's being said over the intercom at this particular airport is it actually happened. And they were throwing flyers down in multiple languages. They took over the airport. They took over the airport announcement system. People were even cheering them on. And they were basically saying one of the main things they were saying was, Dear travelers, we are sorry to inform you that you are involved in genocide. And let's hear this in action. The campaign politics are, are committing genocide. The Netherlands has refused to demand a ceasefire. You people are involved in genocide. People are clapping and oh, it's a mess. But yeah, they pretty much commandeered the whole airport, took over their little, you know, whatever. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Plane rear door. So it's a jet. A jet's rear door blows off the back of the plane Okay, while they're in mid-flight. Emergency crews are searching for the plane rear door that fell off an aircraft while in midair. And I could play, you know, the... Um, uh, the uh, they have the like nine one one thing, but it's just a bunch of cops going. We can't find a. You know, it's a, whatever. You know, it's kind of boring. I thought about playing it, but you know, we're getting really close to bringing on Elena. Uh, six people shot at New York subway. So there, like I said, remember we just had the several people, six to ten people that were shot at the uh, celebration for the Kansas City Chiefs, which is complete lie. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, yeah. And again, six people were shot at a New York City subway on top of that. And there were other – I think there was another shooting somewhere else, but I cannot remember where that one was. I don't want to turn this into a shooting show because that will take up all to, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Also, Elon Musk has been subpoenaed to testify at an SEC hearing. That's not good. The Egyptian army is now moving missiles and tanks into position at the Gaza border. Now, this is not play. Just letting you know. This isn't one or two tanks. And these are really big, bad missiles. Big, bad, mean missiles. Okay? You know where they're going to be pointing, don't you? They're going to be pointing at Tel Aviv. Now, you might think at, head, uh, at first sign... When you read this, when I read this to you, you might say, wow, what a great guy. This guy, Javier Milieu, what a great guy. Boy, he's really standing by his principles. This is a classic case of a person that has a good heart making a humongous blunder. Oh, my gosh. I just Now, this is a rip my spleen with a shrimp fork. Oh, my gosh, moment. I, okay, but anyway, let's go ahead. Argentine President Javier Milieu calls for, listen to this, 
publicly calls for the destruction of the Al-Aqsa Mosque to bring in the Messiah. Now, for those of us who have a little bit more than a little bit more gray matter inside of our skull than the size of a hollow pea, do you understand the implications here? How many Muslims are in the world? Are Muslims more devout than Christians as a general rule? And the answer is yes, they are. The point is this. That is the largest mouthpiece, the worst thing you could possibly say in this particular global dynamic because that is why they're going to slaughter Christians and very, very large numbers. And the last thing you want to do is open your mouth about it. But, oh well, I guess I'll just crawl back into my little hole and hide and, I don't know, watch some sci-fi movie or whatever. I'm on this funky diet right now. doesn't allow me to do anything. Nothing. Can't have a glass of wine. Can't do nothing. All I can do is keep my carbs under 20, watch a TV show now and then, read. That's cool. And then there's, I actually have some work I need to do in the backyard, but if I do it, there's going to be this guy that, I don't know, he's going to, he'll flip. Because if I tell him, if I, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, there's a guy, he's depending on that work. He can't, it takes three weeks to get over to my house to do it. But if I go and do it and tell him that I don't need him anymore, he's going to be like, oh, no. And he's going he's gonna to wig out because, you know, he wants to eat. I tend to be very um, altruistic to people who are down and out to a, to a fault. Okay, anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Ransomware attacks take out 100 hospitals, and they're completely offline. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on... Sister Elena, praise Jesus. Here we go. Praise God. Sister Elena, are you there? I'm here. I knew wow, my you were because I saw your number. I saw your number <laughs> on the call console, and I said, that must be her, unless she's trying to trick me. No, no, I've been listening. I'm listening, thinking, wow, we can just add that. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's, and then you add in, I, I, um, I knew you were busy today, and I knew you had your hands full, so I didn't bother oh, you. But I'm telling you, man, the whole UFO spotting phenomenon is off the charts. It's, it's off the charts. <clears throat> well, yeah, because – and then you've got God's Healer 7. They're prophesying alien arrival big time. So, yeah, it's all coming together. It's all coming to a head, and it's all pointing to our imminent departure, which I love. I love it. What I don't like is slow weeks. Slow weeks are not good. I like turmoil and end times and all of it discourse and revelation and monsters coming out of the sea and all that kind of stuff. That's what I like. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matter of fact, hold on a second. Where's my favorite little – I don't know if I have it here. Wait a minute. Mm, I, you know, I had to rearrange all the um, – oh, where is it? 
Hold on. I got I can't like not have it. Oh man. I don't even know where it is. Ooh, let's play this one. This is fun from way back in the past. You'll like it. I don't know if you remember back this one. Do you remember this little bit? We used to do this back in 2011, 2012, yeah. Right on. There's a reason why the Nazi swastika is a black sun. Black sun. Yeah. Right on. I know nothing. nothing. Okay, the thing does not light up. It is a brown dwarf. It is dark. Sun, it sun, cannot sun, be sun. seen without infrared. That's why it's called a black sun. Yeah. Right on. So don't get confused. What? is going on here? It's causing all kinds of hell right now on Earth. Sun, Weather, sun, sun. signs, wonders. Black sun. Yeah. Right on. Anytime you're having second thoughts and you're, you know, having a sun, sun. flashback to the 60s. <laughs> Yeah. Right on. And whistling California Dreaming. Right on. Wearing your moo moo and spinning around in your front yard amongst the tulips, saying, wow, what a beautiful Mamas day. Beautiful day. Praise God. Yeah. Right on. Peace and safety, and then <laughs> sudden destruction. Somebody wants to get a hold of this. Every soul that I win will be a soul that he loses. It's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you have to be a really long-time listener to remember that bit. (laughs) Black sun. I got all kinds of little ditties like that. Ah, oh, it's great. Oh, well. Whatever. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> sound okay. a little tired. Who, me? You okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, you're tired. I'm very tired. You know, it, it, all this stuff happening, I, I need to seize the peace of the Lord. And I think we're all there. We need to have the shalom of the Lord because that's where our power is, is in that shalom. I listen to this stuff and two things go on and and I know part of it goes on with you. I'm excited because I know the Lord is about to return. And there's another piece of me that's like, whoa. He didn't say when he was going to return, but, you know, we kind of got an idea. You know, we got a thumbnail. And, you know, everything's always um, subject to, to what he wants to do. So, uh, you know, we hope it goes that way. And the world sometimes just feels like it's spinning out of control. And you're trying to maintain this steady pace, you know, things that have to be done, work, you know, children, that kind of thing. And then you realize, that if you do not get the peace of the Lord into your heart, you're, you're never going to get through this, particularly with 
you know, AI interface messing with all of us, and I'll get there in a minute. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we invite your peace into this next um, hour. Father, we want your peace to be our partner right now. We really need you with us, and I can feel him right now. He's with us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just going to say that it gives me peace. CBDCs, digital, the the approach of the Antichrist, the wars, rumors of wars, everything that Jesus said that had to happen before he comes, this gives me peace. What doesn't give me peace is the opposite. When everything seems normal and we're walking around and doing our own little thing and taking care of our family and doing our day jobs and everything is hunky-dory, that ain't Jesus coming. That's the opposite of Jesus coming. And my goal, I have total peace with Jesus. I love it that the world is in turmoil because Jesus said he ain't coming unless the world's in turmoil. So since that's a prerequisite, that gives me peace automatically. I am the happiest. I'm as happy as Lark, man. If I could tweet like a bird and sit up on a, on a fence and just go, what you doing? Oh, man, I, I love it. Today I was seeing these reports flying overhead, and you know the only thing that bummed me out is that they were just villainizing Russia and that it wasn't a really true uh, national security threat that they were talking about. I, it was just it, – it, they're playing us. It's it's a psyop, and um, that kind of bummed me out. Cause, well, Johnny, but, not know, everybody not everybody feels that way. It's because it's they're a, afraid. It's like no, no, it's the division of having to be in the world, not of it, but you still got to have a foot in both, and that's where it gets to be really interesting sometimes. You know, it's it's hard to plan ahead oh, I, when you know you, you know it's just today. It, yeah, right? but you, so, you're, so you're planning. So here's the thing: you're in a position right now that you're planning ahead, and yes, you are absolutely ten thousand percent correct. I'm not even ten thousand percent. Of course, I'm, oh, look, I, of course I'm I, 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 I know. I'm just trying to say that it's a matter of viewpoint. It's a matter of view. Point. I have to work with a, 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 a $6 billion client. I have to get on Zoom calls. I have to dress up. I have to do well. One of the partners is – I mean, I am under fantastic amounts of pressure. I, I have one foot in the apocalypse. I have another foot in a billion-dollar corporation, and if I screw it up, I lose my house. I lose yeah. everything, and I'm thrown into the street. Okay, I got a lot of pressure on me, and let me tell you something. If Jesus doesn't hurry up and get here, I'm going to flip out. Okay, so hallelujah for the apocalypse. That's exactly what I am saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. In this time, time, we need the shalom of the Lord, which includes what you're saying as well. The shalom of the Lord is is a great thing. If I had a child like you do, and and I had – a business that I had to run, and I had to make future-thinking decisions, I would find it very frustrating. As a matter of fact, I have a lady who lives in Spain, and she emails me very regularly. Her name is Amara, and she is beside herself because she owns her own business, very similar to you, and she is exceedingly frustrated. 
because she yeah. has a seasonal business and she doesn't know if she needs to do stuff to prepare for the next season, which is very expensive and it's driving her nuts. And I totally get I it. Have I have a get seasonal it. business. Same. I have a seasonal business. It's a seasonal business and hanging on by a thread right now is very difficult. And that steals your peace. I know that. It steals your peace. In that sense, I am very fortunate because if I screw up and I find myself out in the street, some listener will throw me a rope and at least I'll have a roof over my head. Okay. And I, and I'm mm-hmm. okay. I don't want that to happen. And I don't think the Lord's going to let it happen. I'm not planning on it, but my point is I have a different kind of risk. But I'm also a risk management professional. That's what I do. I've been doing it for 26 years. And so managing risk for me is a little bit, you know, I don't need to worry about the seasons. I don't have employees that need to eat. I don't have those kinds of problems. And, yes, that's going to steal your peace. My peace gets stolen in different ways. But, anyway, that's beside the point. Yes, you are absolutely right. Whenever you are in a place, when your life dynamics – Require planning. It steals your peace. It abs- the apocalypse steals your peace. Hey, you know what? Wait until you see Chinese soldiers paratrooping out of the sky no, into your. Ba- no, I am. I'm glad <laughs> for all that. I I know what's going on, and I know what's going on at levels that other people never could. So mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, you know, I also want to say this very clearly. We will never survive the AI takeover. It's already in place. It's already happening. So there's that as well, which is another battlefield. It's just everything is a battle. And after a while, I get tired, and I need the shalom of the Lord. Because in the rest, there is energy. In, in the shalom, there is rest. Shalom is not what you think. It's not perspective-based, although it can be. The shalom of the Lord is a supernatural um, pouring out of himself upon you when the world is shaking all around you. And that's exactly where we are right now today. The world is shaking, and it has been for a long time, but the shaking is getting more and more and more. And wait until the earth chimes in, you know, with the earthquakes and stuff like that. It's already doing it, but we ain't seen nothing yet. So, all right. Also, you talk about planning. I'm writing a book. Of course I'm planning. You know, you you plan what you're going to write, and... um, I'm going to talk about that tonight. You know, writing a book about 65 years under mind control can be a really tough thing because you have a duality of existence. You have more than a duality. In my case, um, (laughs) plenty more than a duality. I just didn't know they existed. They lived in my unconscious. They lived in my subconscious, but they were still there. They were compartmentalized pieces of my soul. They had gotten a hold of that. And um, I've gotten it back. And I will continue to take ground back. But I'm tired. 
I'm tired of the lies and I'm tired of the disinformation and the nonstop yada, yada, yada of all the different voices. It's, it's just, I need, I need quiet. I need to hear quiet. And, and when I do get to the quiet, they're ramming my, my, my brain full of their frequencies and I can hear them. I can hear into the spirit world as well. And it's interesting to me, other people are beginning to hear as well. So there's been a merging of us with them, and the bridge is AI. So I'll get to that in a little bit. My story is I am a piece of living history of the conspiracy world. And for me, getting these memories back is nothing short of hell. You know, I was getting past, to have to get past amnesic barriers, body blocks. My nerve endings had been implanted. I had Wernicke commands implanted in my brain. If you remember this, die. If you remember this, get sick. Instead, what ended up happening is my body began to push out these, these, these very tiny, tiny, but clearly um, nanotech holographic implants. I had no idea what it was. I spent my whole life fighting things like that. I didn't even know it existed. No, it existed. And it exists all over the world right now. Back in the, in the day, it was just a few of us. And I guess we could um, testify to Congress, and some of us have. Um, write books, some of us have. Write blogs, some of us have. But the thing is, now they're doing it to everybody. I listened to a, a lady on Twitter the other day. She came right out and said she was DID, like it was like the best thing that ever, ever happened to her. And I'm thinking, my word. How, and now they're doing it with frequencies, and they're doing it with scalar waves, and they're doing it with 5G, and they're doing it with all these various technologies that humans now have in their hands, corrupt humans now have in their hands, are acting just like demons. So as I was working to get these memories back, the only way I could get there was through the power of Jesus Christ and the precious Holy Spirit. Because once I got those memories back, I wish I hadn't. They were horrible. Who wants to think like that? Who wants to remember that stuff? I had to remember it because if I didn't, it would have killed me. Even talking about it is difficult for me. So right now, finally, and it's taken many, many years to get here, I have enough to connect the dots. I can easily discuss with any of you in depth names and details of several historic government reptilians, who they are, where they came from, what they want, and how they've worked with the militaries of the world since the beginning. The ones I know are now dead, dying, and or inserted into another body using electromagnetics. Nanotech and electromagnetics. And that's really broad terminology. The, the uh, elite have been doing this for, for centuries. Um, Robert Vandergrice comes on this show and he talks about that. He talks about how the queen mom was in a containment field. She's not the only one who does that. And when she left, her image was in the clouds because that's where they go. These reptilians, they go into the clouds. Their spirits go into the clouds. 
evil spirits are in the clouds, and it's all throughout all the writings that have been kept from the eyes of most of us. Most of our perceptions today are manufactured. They've been handed to us since we were, you know, old enough to ask questions. I thank God for people like Johnny. He tells you the truth. You need to listen to him. He knows what's happening. Man knows his Bible, too. Anyway, so now I got enough to connect the dots, and I can tell you who's who, and I'm going to be doing that in this book. So most in conspiracy circles haven't really heard of the individuals I know about. However, and this is a big however, those in government contracting, particularly aerospace government contracting, to, to them, some of these names are post-World War II superstars. And to this day, they still are, as is their alien aircraft. What these, what these beings gave to human beings was supernatural capabilities. The technology today has grown exponentially. What they can do now, what I'm telling you about is antiquated. I'm telling you the foundation of it. Now what they can do, they can do from the satellite. They can do through the Internet. They can do through your device. If you don't have that full armor of God on and if your, your, your biofield isn't full of the Holy Spirit, you're fair game. And even if you are full of that, you're still fair game. They want what you got. So there's that. And if you don't know that they can to you through your biofield, um, they can get to you. They can access you through that. Okay. So, and, you know, going back through history, there was this, this, this man, and I remember him from my childhood. His name was Clarence Johnson. And what's interesting is I have a, I have a block there, and I know the guy's face. I can hear his voice. His name is Clarence Johnson. He was a CIA spook from Lockheed. Um, his pseudonym was Kelly. But my father never called him that. He was a senior to my father. My father looked up to him like he was a, a god. He worked on several of his projects, um, beginning as a junior exec at Lockheed, my father was. And then it continued for decades as personal friendship. And he also came to dinner at more than one occasion. And I'm not going to get into the graphic details, but, yeah, he came. You go on my blog, you can go to the links, and you can see that this is a big deal. This man is celebrated. He's not even human. I don't think he's human. A lot of these, these spooks are not. The CIA is loaded with spooks. What do I mean by spook? They are not human or not totally human, or they're, they're a, a meat suit with a clone, um, a clone body of somebody with, with AI inside that's running the deal. They grow humans in sacks underground. Anyway, so Area 51 was started by this guy. His name was, um, again, Clarence Johnson. You can look him up. And what he did was something called the U-2 spy plane. That spy plane paid a big part of my life. I even saw them not too long ago, and I don't know if it was real or if it was a memory. I don't know. And you know what? 
That's really hard. Navigating existence and not knowing anymore if the world that I'm navigating is real or if the overlay of this AI spirit realm is, is now trying to pose as part of reality. The problem is, is I can see them. I can see them doing it. I try to get other people to see it. They can't, but they're beginning to, and I'm kind of excited about that, Johnny. I'm kind of excited that other people are seeing all this stuff. Planes um, that were developed at Area 51 were called the Dragon Lady, and the pilots were Dragon Drivers. And that really coincides with the dragon, which, by the way, is over us right now. There are signs in the heavens. They're the Lord's signs. Johnny, excuse me. It's really hard sometimes for me to talk about this stuff. I get kind of sick to my stomach because I have um, programming inside that says if you talk about this, get sick. And that's what's happening right now. There's a piece of me that's very calm, but there's another piece that's kind of shaky. So please just bear with me. We'll get through this. (laughs) Okay, so the historic area 51 is very much part of my childhood. And I'm going to call it for what it was, Wright, Patterson, White, Sands, Holloman, Groom Lake, Pentagon, uh, Dulce, memories of my childhood. Um, this underground is connected by something called a magnet train between here and Long Island. Right now there's many, many magnet trains, but back then there was, you know, just a few. Um, my dad uh, worked on some of their craft, and he would leave to go on business trips. He'd come back in looking like he had aged in 10 years from the stuff he saw. My father also um, was a warlock, very much involved in his family's um, business. That was their belief. That's what they practiced. Um, Had more than one wife. He had a wife named Joan. My mother's name was Jean. We're not sure if that was my real mother, but for right now, I'm going to assume that she is. Um, There's other people inside that are yelling at me right now saying, no, no, she's not. So, okay. Um, She never treated me like her child, so I don't know. I look like her. I don't know. Anyway, that's pretty bad, not knowing if your mother is your mother. That's really tough. Anyway, so there was um, one of my father's, I don't know if it was, I think it was maybe a half-child. The Lord says half-child. His name is Craig Button. He's a pilot that they experimented with this MK electronic tech. He was one of the, he was also an experiment like I am. And um, it caused him to crash his plane and it killed him. But interestingly enough, his craft was carrying the materials, all these explosives. And this is the same stuff that they rigged the WTC with. It was the demolition agenda. You can, you can look at it. This is the demolition. I, it kills me that people will believe the broadcast media over doctors. And, and the doctors will leave broadcast media too. Like the broadcast media are doctors. No, they're not. No, they're not. Doctors are people that stand up and say this is unhealthy and we listen to them. All right. We don't listen to broadcast media because they're serving 
their handlers. And their handlers are the people with money. And the people with money want you dead. They want everything you have. They want it for themselves. They want to replace you, and they want you dead. So that's what's going on. On top of all the things the Lord says, that's what the wicked are are after. And that's, you know, pretty easy to see right now with the wars and all the sickness and all the stuff. And the new sickness that's coming is even worse than those that have been vaccinated. Um, You write to me and I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you and I'll turn that thing into saline. If you took that thing by accident, you write to me. It's promises of Yah, P-R-O-M-I-S-I-S of O-F, Yah, Y-A-H, at gmail.com. You write me, and we'll pray that thing right off of you. The Lord never wanted you to have that, and he knows that you did it to take care of your family. He knows that thing right off of you, but right now there's enough information out there that people that are going to get this deserve what they get. So, anyway, they killed this man using this electronic tech. And now you can see this um, with all the mass shootings and stuff like that. They tested it back, you know, 2011. Johnny, you brought that up. That's when we had the Batman shooter and the Boston Marathon and all this stuff. That was all, that was all experiments. Then we had the infamous Jade Helm and everybody went, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. They've been doing it all along. They hire crisis actors and, you know, some of it's real and some of it's not. And everybody starts fighting with each other that you're being really mean because you're calling it out. You're being critical of what you see, which you're supposed to be doing. So anyway, it's horrifying what they're doing to us, guys. It really is. That shalom peace, we have to have that. We hide ourselves under the shadow of his wings. And under that shadow, we have shalom peace. And it's a matter of, of making ourselves do it. The world will step on us. It will try everything it can to stop you from appropriating that within your realm. And it's yours for the taking. If you love the Lord, you just ask for that. You just ask for that, and you see some miracles when you do that. The Lord wants you to have that. Experience, I can talk to you about some really, really crazy things. And that's hard, too, because it is so crazy. My front has always been very rational, very much two feet on the earth and very practical in, in, in everything I dealt with. Okay, you have to do this, this, this. So when the Lord started opening my eyes to this other realm, this was very difficult for me. And I have this little girl, and I don't know how to protect her. At the same time, I couldn't get away from what I was seeing. Absolutely, as much as I tried, I could not get away from it. So I start photographing it, and then really well-meaning Christians telling me to throw it out, and some I did, and most I did not. But to this day, I only have a few of them left anyhow because they go in and take them from you. But I can I can describe and explain in depth wormholes and wormhole travel and remote viewing and magna trains and all that stuff. Um, some of the stuff I know, 
just in my knower. I don't know how I know. I might know it prophetically. I don't know. It could be parts of me that know this stuff. I can't tell you why I know. And I know things that most people don't. That about me, and I'm not too sure I want it. I want it to go away most of the time. I just want, like, I just, sometimes the mundane is very comforting to me. You know, when your father is a warlock and a CIA spook and he's implanted you and he's got the kind of clearance level he's had and, and, you know, in the secret space program and they send you off planet even when you're very little, it's really tough to understand that you were a liability to your father and he had to sell you to get his money back. And once my father figured out he could do that, it was a done deal. And I guess the whole role of being a provider for your family anymore is a bad thing. Because this this spirit of narcissism, this selfishness has, you know, fallen over everybody. Not, not just, you know, men. Women are just as bad. I hear them talk on the video. Oh, I have to marry a man that makes $100,000. Um, lady supposed to be marrying because you you feel that man is the one God has called into your life. You love that man. So, anyway, on my blog, I have written the introduction to my book. And um, as I'm talking about this stuff, it's very difficult. I start to shake sometimes, and I'm doing that tonight. I don't even know why. I think it's just hard because I'm I'm doing this this live and every time I do talk about this stuff on on, on you know a show it's hard. Um, Carolyn Hamlet I don't know if anybody remembers her but we used to say it, it felt like we were running naked through the mall. <laughs> it just feels like you're so exposed and all these things are supposed to be private, but here I am going ahead and, and talking about it publicly, and I'm doing that so you know that these things aren't crazy. And I don't care how much they've victimized you. I don't care how much you have perpetrated. Jesus Christ is bigger than that. And he wants to be bigger than that. So even if you've been a perpetrator and and you've sold your soul to the devil, I've heard some of you, wasn't yours to sell. That's a big lie. You have to go to the Lord and he will purchase it back with his blood. That's That's what he was doing on the cross was for that. And and that's what we all need. It's the blood of Jesus. Puts us in his family. And once you have that, then you go into a relationship with him. It kills me, these people. They think that they can just do whatever they feel like doing and not have any relationship with him at all. And then when they cross over, he's just supposed to take them in? Wait. It doesn't work like that. It it just doesn't. We're supposed to have a relationship with them now. And it's one of the greatest things in my life, and it will be in yours. If if you haven't done it, you should ask them. And, you know, they sing that song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. This is true. He is a friend. He's a friend to me at four in the morning when I have to get up and deal with things that I cannot believe I'm dealing with. When he tells me things that I cannot believe I'm hearing. When he tells me things that when I tell other people, they say, oh, no, that didn't happen. But my inner witness is so strong that I know it did. 
And hey, that's one thing they can't take from you. They cannot take your inner witness. And when you have that in your soul, I don't care how much MK they put on you. I don't know how, I don't know, you know, where you are and all that. But I can tell you AI is very busy trying to do exactly that. Mass mind control is a thing. And they can totally duplicate your image. They can duplicate all kinds of stuff. And they can duplicate your thoughts. They can duplicate you inside of a clone using this AI, you know, in your bio field around you. And that's a true thing. They really do have that. And see, all this time we've been told as Christians we're not supposed to be talking about that. Why? It's part of our anatomy. See, this is what I mean. It's like we have just given everything over to the occult. and that's. But if we talk about it, well, oh, then we're doing something evil. Well, sometimes it is. Spirit is spirit. It just depends on what side you're on. And, and this AI is definitely used in the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, um, when they cross over here, they are they are tiny. See, they cross over like different things, like diseases and things like that. But on the other side, and they are masters at manipulating the hologram. They are really good at it. <laughs> uh, I, w- I will get into that in the book. Um, they're really good at it. So, um, oh boy. So, yeah. My son was tortured for his adrenochrome. His corneas and organs were harvested from him. My brother and his girlfriend were both discovered dead in the bed. Pools of blood soaked through the mattress and under the bed from exploded capillaries, which is clearly murder by microwave. Um, I've had PIs tell me what happened with my son. I didn't go too far with it in my brain. That's where people like to tell me, oh, you went too far with that. No, I'm trying to paddle my boat as far as I can away from it, but it chases me until I turn around and face it, and that's never fun. But it has to be done, and we bring it to Jesus, and he fixes it. And it's just that simple. And he fixes it in different ways. It just depends on how he has to fix it. Um, So anyway, um, my father also was involved with with Montauk. And Montauk was much more than, than time travel. It was about wormhole travel, but mostly it was about mind control. Um, it was about the transference of consciousness is what, sh- what they're doing in this other realm. And they are going to cross over, and you're not going to know that you're not dealing with a human. You're not going to know it unless you got your spiritual discerner, you know, locked down real good. That's what you need. That's what you need in your arsenal is discernment. You need to feel that person. When they come near you, you, ha- you have a field. You can feel whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. And that is not evil. <laughs> That is the Holy Spirit working with you saying, get away from that or deal with it. And we know how to deal with it. The Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. Get on out of here before I put the holy fire on you. Holy fire on you are just the same. And trust me, poof, they're gone. It's not hard. Or, you know, repeating scripture too is good. 
Um, no weapon formed against you will prosper. No weapon formed against me will prosper. When my enemy comes at me in one direction, he has to flee from me in seven. Get going in Jesus' name. That is how, It's really simple. It's not that hard. Because, and it's not you that's doing it. You have a toothpick, but what's behind you is <laughs> huge. So uh, use it. It's yours. It's your inheritance. Don't be afraid of it. You know, you, you just speak out what you know is in your heart to say, and you say it. And don't be afraid. So um, one of the things that I gave back to the Lord was a genetic ability to remote view. And people say, oh, come on, Elena, the Lord gave you that gift. You should use it. No. (laughs) I didn't know it was there. It was accessed. I was never allowed to use it for myself. And a lot of times when they took me at night and they accessed, this was a child part that they accessed. So they would put me back and then I would go through my day like a child. Does a child have discernment? Well, some do, but I didn't. You just, just kind of went through life just trusting like Mr. Magoo. (laughs) I mean, when you're a child part, you don't really have a skeptic. Skeptic wasn't born yet. (laughs) So I would just go through, and thank God for my angels, because I'm pretty sure that they, um, um, uh, they, they, I think I probably lost a few angels along the way. They took good care of me, and that's all I have to say. I thank Jesus for them. Those are the servants of the Lord, and that's what they want to be called, and that's what they are, and we are too. And so we're all in this alone together, and that's kind of what it is. And um, But he wants us to be united. He doesn't want us to be alone together, but in the world we live in, I don't know any of God's people that go to church, go into a building and do that. I mean, there's a few, but mostly we we hang out behind computer screens and telephones. And I'm not sure that's right. And I do look around in my community for other believers, but it's really hard. So we are in this alone together, but I think we need to be united, at least in spirit. And I think to some extent, this show that Johnny does helps. I think that we all listen and we know where we're at in space and time and where that fits into the Bible. And um, and then he has guests on like me that are really, really weird. <laughs> but I'm telling you the truth, guys. It's, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. You know, they learned how to split up people a long time ago because demons are. So we learned how to do it from our demon overlords. So we do it to each other because demons did it to them you see and that's part of the reason for the abductions you know they were splitting people up and then they give birth and that's epigenetics and so forth all right so um do we have time i guess we do i'm a recent widow um i lost a husband of 24 years that also happened to be nephilim Interestingly enough, I came across an email where I told people this <laughs> in 2016. I mean, they had me so locked down that I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even believe myself and run. 
between that and well the narcissist it's your fault so yeah so I was married into this nephilim situation which means that I was hijacked quite a bit while I was in this marriage I was set up and that'll be in the book because that's a long story but I was definitely set up to be in this marriage and um, I did try to leave them but then it got worse um, they got a hold of my son. Um, the Lord sent me archangels to take care of us. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but I did not know he had done that. It was my little girl with Down syndrome that called him out. And I don't believe she has the capability of lying. And besides, she didn't know the biblical name of angels. Why would she have called that out? But she did. And um, I believed her. I believe the Lord took care of me that way. And why? I don't know because it was necessary, but little by little, he began to disconnect me from this uh, AI demon network because I don't care if it's digital or if it's just spirit. It is what it is. It's demonic. And basically, the image of the beast, which I call George, um, is Satan's computer. It's his, you know, it's his image, but it's his, his computer. What he it's how he gets things done is through George. And George is a self I that on my blog. Oh, and by the way, my blog is Realms of Hope R E A L M S O F H O P E dot WordPress dot com. And um a lot of this you can go on there and find. Um, how they you know, do remote neural mind control is on there so this was really hard for me when I started like being opened up to the spirit world I saw but I think a lot of that was you know the remote viewing but I didn't know that I, I didn't I didn't know what I was seeing whether they had weaponized like some kind of hologram warfare I didn't know because like I said I was a pretty down-to-earth person I couldn't understand I kept saying it's to Steven Spielberg well, eventually I came to understand Steven Spielberg is a big traitor to humanity because what he did was set up truth as fiction. And everybody thinks, ha-ha, let's go see the latest Star Wars and collect the stuff. What they're doing is collecting little effigies of demons. And I, I, I don't know. If, I'm sure they don't know it. Most don't. It doesn't matter. We're responsible for our own deception. Adam and Eve were. Why aren't we? That's what the blood of Jesus is for. It covers that. It makes sure that we get understanding and discernment. But as long as we're out there on our own, we're responsible for our own deception. When you stand before a holy God and you say something is inane, as, but I didn't know, see how far that gets you in a regular court. You know, if you're speeding and, you know, the speed limit's 45 and you're doing 65, you're still getting a ticket, right? I didn't know. Well, too bad. So sad. Here's a ticket. Well, what makes you think it's any different if you're not under the blood? You know, that's another reason why if you have not committed your life to Jesus, you should right now. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life and be part of me. That's what it says he'll do. He'll come in. And he stands at the door and knocks. All you got to do is open, which means that you are willing to let him come in 
and be the Lord of your life. And if you're wanting to do that, that's probably the Holy Spirit tugging on you. So you should listen to it because it's right. Anyway, um, it's one of the things that got me through the removal of alien tech out of my body. And to this day, I'm still taking things out. Not much, but what comes out hurts. So uh, right now, um, I have a little bit on my scalp which if I sound a little shaky, that's another reason. Because when they come off, I get really tired and uh, I had a coffee. (laughs) So anyway, Anyway, so um, the Lord delivered me from this marriage of being married to a nephew. Um, To some, I just might sound like an unhappy wife complaining about her deceased husband, which is bad. But nothing could be further from the truth, really. This man presented himself to me as a Christian and a Sunday school teacher to teenage boys that I had. A large, you know, local Baptist church. I was a PhD student at Regent, and I was working as a loan officer, and this man presented to me as a promise keeper. But all of that was a front that he had to keep up in front of me. He was a CIA black project SIAP that kept me enslaved overwhelmed and distracted. I was sick (laughs) for over 10 years from bathtub rituals where he held me underwater and implanted my scalp. Then he also made sure I was financially dependent upon him. I lived penniless for years, yes. I had been fiercely independent and hardworking, and now I found myself enslaved with no way out. I had an Emily. I didn't have any choice. And then when he beat me until he crippled me, I left him. And I could not get any help from medical people, pastors, churches, abuse centers, or even the courts. The major hamstring in my left leg was totally, is totally off the pelvic bone. And the pain was unbearable. Sometimes it still is. But I bore up underneath it, and today I walk with zero limp. I made myself. Some pain is still there, but I navigated it, which is only through the help of the Lord. I I tend to think he might have healed it. Um, I want to give him praise. He did. So because of the witchcraft, any situation that I tried to get away backfired on me. Now, I'm not too sure what they wanted. I have my thoughts, but I had somebody tell me today the reason he died is he failed in his assignment. So I'm kind of wondering what that is. So I've asked the Lord to put it before him. He hasn't answered. But anyway, there was um, plenty of woo in this marriage. Um, like when he slipped something in my drink or things that came to the ceiling, you know, <laughs> um, things that just weren't right. You know, uh, so I should have paid attention then. And then I look back and I see how programmed I was. And if there's witchcraft on you, chances are you might have some mind control on you, even if you are a child of God. Ask the Lord to remove the demonic mantle of protection around those that are tormenting you and see if it doesn't come off of you too. Because chances are they put a guard around you so you didn't see them or you didn't get after them. So, yeah, anyway, that's just warfare. All right. So um, recall is terrible. I don't want a whole lot. But what I got of the marriage is enough. Interesting, my preaching son knew who he was. He knew that it was him that burned our house down. 
but what? I believed this devil over my own son. I thought I was doing the right thing by being submissive to my husband. I guess the church told us women to lose our minds or something. I went to a pastor after what happened, and he told me I needed to forgive him and sent me back. To me, it's just shouts of indifference or I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But um, I was called crazy or judgmental, accusatory. If I didn't take this man and his family at their word, so I took them at their word. I married them. So I didn't know for 24 years that they were running witchcraft on me, and they were. And they still are. But now I can see it and knock it back. I mean, that's, that's a good thing. But the entire time he was sick, I took care of him. Now I learned how to love my enemies, that's for sure. But any kind of professional help or pastoral help or anything, forget it. So I married a Nephilim species, deeply involved in Freemasonry and witchcraft. I have since caught his mother on the security camera leaving witchcraft in my yard. I had a birthday cake loaded with witchcraft. Um, They stole every penny they could out of the marriage. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, so I don't care. Take it. Take all of it. Just leave me alone already and let me move forward in my calling. But isn't that his assignment? So his mom's trying to complete it by sending death angels and stuff like that, which like she did last weekend. Um, yeah. So um, that's what I'm fighting, and that's what I'm up against now. So looking back, I would say I woke up in 2008, but I didn't really wake up to my own personal life until just this past year, 2023. I woke up to the things of the world, but I didn't wake up to the real life, what was happening. And so maybe, Johnny, that's what I was saying, was that we have to live in both places at once. And that's hard. And you'd say, oh, well, you're multiple. And they, no, because I've integrated. Even though I can still once in a while hear from them, or if one wants to come up, they're more than welcome to say they want to come up, which um, maybe one of them should have come up tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, just be vulnerable a little bit. Why not? Um yeah. Anyway, so he died, and I'm still dealing with his mother and, <laughs> and the spooks, you know, because she's got a little gang around her. But I'm winning, and that's the point. Well, Elena, why don't you move? Well, number one, witchcraft follows you. There's no distance from the spirit. But number two, Sometimes God plants us right underneath the nose of the enemy so we can make a stand. And I know from some of the experiences I've been through here that that's exactly why he put me here, is I pushed things back that were supposed to hit here. And they did not because I was here and I was able to pray. And when I was in Arkansas, it was the same thing. My neighbors that were not saved would call me and say, could you please pray? <laughs> because they were the tornadoes heading our way. And they knew when I prayed, they changed course. And if I can do it, you guys can do it. 
because it's not my power. It's the Lord's. I just let him do it. That's all. I just get out of the way and let him do it. And um, people that I pray for, they told me that I get results. So, um, yeah, if you've taken the, the jab and you have concerns, please write me. And I will pray for you, and we will turn it into saline. You know, he doesn't want that mess in you. And I think he's all about it. I can feel him rising up in me as I talk about it. I can feel him rising up. It's like, no, no, he doesn't want that in anybody. So, um, anyway. What's interesting, (laughs) my husband looks very similar to a man that was uh, up here on the eastern shore, but he was long ago. He was back in the 1800s, late 1800s or turn of century. And he was the largest out of his tribe, just like this man is the largest out of his family. And when you put the two pictures up side by side, I've had people say, oh, my goodness, you're kidding me. You can see the resemblance. So, yeah, I think they get recycled. So, um, although my circumstances are extreme, I do not think they're isolated or unusual. I think there's quite a few women out there that have been um, taken captive by Nephilim slash narcissists. Now, just because they're narcissists doesn't mean they're Nephilim. I want to be really clear on that one. Um, Even though narcissism is the personality type of their demon fathers, their fallen angel fathers, um, because Satan is the same way, um, doesn't mean that spirit it doesn't mean that their that their DNA has changed. Now, one of the things that I've noticed about people, and I've had other people tell me this as well, is that the people that are vaccinated around them have gotten mean. They're just not making any sense to them. They're just saying mean things like for no reason. And I'm thinking, yeah, they're being hooked into George. And what's bad in them is starting to um, grow. Their flesh is taking on a bigger form. Oh, um, yeah. So they've been with us through all of history. But at no time has it been as extreme. It is now. Oh, dogmen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sasquatch. Oh, yes. Cryptids. <laughs> Everybody's heard of it, and it's okay. Or, you know, they've seen them. Or, you know, so... 10, 15 years ago, that would have been unheard of. You were crazy if you talked about Sasquatch. Even though I had one in the spirit in my house in Arkansas, I had their footprints out in my backyard. But these creatures right now are everywhere in our time. They have overcome their genetic mutations. They look just like us, so they preserve some that look like they used to, giants, Um But what's happening right now, and you've heard of targeted individuals, guys, the reason they experimented on targeted individuals is so they could get the Christians or believers or whatever. I know the word Christians been overused, but okay. Um, They targeted those of us that follow Jesus and love him. And some of you are writing to me, you're noticing things like itching in the middle of the night or... Um, you know, your emails are missing or th- 
things are missing off your computer or things aren't working out on your job or people are going crazy on you for no reason, yeah, you're being targeted. But it's not what you think. I hear people saying that there's people following them around in cars and stuff like that. No, that's just George just telling people what to do. You know, they're not getting paid to harass you. They're just following what their handler is telling them, and their handler is an AI system. So, yeah, um, I'm, I feel bad for them, but, you know, there is a way that you can make that stop. You can make them stand down in the name of Jesus. And the more you do that, the stronger you get. So, yeah, you can do that. You tell the signals to go back who, to who sent you. And they will. Sometimes when I had this weekend, it took almost two days to leave. It was, a, it was a hard weekend. They targeted my heart last weekend. And that was not fun. But now um, that's done. I'm back to normal. But anyway, so, yeah, and particularly now American hedonism gives highway to Nephilim infiltration anyway. And so that's what's going on. When you look around at the crazy people that are parading up and down the streets with rainbows that are not total rainbows, and uh, it's that, that the seed of those that have intermingled. And I'm sorry, that's what happened. Well, I love one. Well, I'm not saying Nephilim can't be saved. I'm saying it's very hard for them to be saved. It's very hard for them to be saved because they're arrogant and prideful and you can't tell them that anything's wrong because then they'll get mad at you. Um, even if you're not mad at them and you say, honey, look, I'm just trying to tell you this and so they just go off the deep end somewhere. You're not allowed to criticize them. They'll never get better. But you're not even criticizing them. They're just taking it that way. But anyway, so Johnny, it is um, time's up. I can pray now for people that need to be prayed for. Um, Father God, in Jesus' name, I just come before your throne of grace and mercy now. And Father, there are people listening in that um, truly need you. I can, I can feel your heart on this right now. And I'm asking, Father, that if there's anybody that's listening in right now that has taken the shot by accident and they're sorry they did, Father, I'm asking now that you would turn that thing to saline right now. Father, I'm asking that you would send angels into their system to clean that up. Father, I know you don't want it there, and neither do I. So, Father, I'm asking that you would get that out of there and turn that into saline for them, that they could not be controlled in any way. Father, I'm thanking you for those that have the mind of Christ in spite of the jab. Father, I'm thanking you for that. But, Father, I'm asking now that you would get, them, get it out of their bodies so they don't, <clears throat> aren't, aren't compromised physically or in their health. Father God, I'm asking now for people that um, with flu and you're real sick. Father God, I'm asking now that you would send your servants into that situation to throw the spirit of infirmity off of them. And Father, in Jesus' name, I'm just asking that your shalom peace would be down over all of us. And those witches and warlocks that are listening in right now, get off. I see you. And right now, Father, I'm asking that those that are looking in, there's two of them, um, Father, that they would get saved right now. Father, I'm asking that you would send your holy ones after them to apprehend them and either take them back to where they came from and that, Father, that you would now steer them toward their salvation. Go now in Jesus' name. Father God, I'm thanking you um, for this time together, and I'm asking, Father, that you would just um, send your Holy Spirit to each of us um, to guide us and lead us down your path 
this week and father through this these times these days that are hard and father i am thanking you for um your protection all around us you've shown me more than once that your people are protected and i thank you father for that i embrace that and i receive that that i'm safe and i'm thanking you father for those that you know might be concerned about the days to come i want to remind you that the proverbs 31 woman laughs at the dates come because she's and father i'm thanking you for the preparations that you have given us to make ready for the return of our lord in jesus name i pray these things amen johnny amen no amen praise god well thank you for sharing that's a powerful message he just filled up the room with his glory who else, Father? Who else are you wanting to pray for? Um, Father, there's somebody listening in that's being harassed, Father, by these AI creatures. Father, I'm asking that you send a virus into that AI that's around their field. And, Father, make the AI sick. Father, make the AI creatures sick and get them off of those people right now. Father, they're harassing them through their lights. They're harassing them through their computers. Father, get them off of them. Thank you, Lord. It's all right. When you hear something that goes bump in the night, rebuke it and go back to sleep. Who cares? They're just being stupid. They're just trying to get a fear reaction out of you, and and you're not going to give them that. And I thank you, Father, that that your people sleep safe and peaceful in you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Okay, Johnny, I think he's done now. Johnny? All right. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, hopefully, hopefully my audio is coming over live and everything is good. Um, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Um, and folks, I can tell you, she showed me the uh, the uh, um, preface to her book and the subject matters that she's going to be able to dive in on. Um, you know, not not deep, not as deep as the, as the book by any stretch, but touch upon. Uh, and future shows are going to be jaw dropping. I mean, I I read it and I was like, whoa! Uh, a lot of the stuff I hadn't even seen on her uh, on her website. So it's going into a lot of topics that I think we're all semi familiar with, but not at the level that um, Elena has experienced and knows about. So anyway, praise God! We're all looking forward to that. I really, uh, I really, really want to talk to them how they've weaponized um, robotics and AI mm-hmm. with 5G and how they're getting on everybody with it. They wanted mass mind control all those years ago, and they got it now. And now I want to talk about that probably in my next blog. Yeah, I'm going to maybe publish the next chapter on Substack, and I'll put a link to it on the blog. Well, that'll be great. Well, praise God. Well, thank you all for joining us tonight. It's Wednesday, February the 14th, and um, we will see you, uh, Lord willing, uh, this Friday night um, at 7 p.m. for the Friday night prayer vigil. And we're going to do a lot of praying. No testimonies. We're going into a lot of prayer and a lot of scripture. We're going to really uh, bounce some of these bad boys around a little bit. So anyway, praise God. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll see you at 7 p.m. again, Lord willing, at the Friday Night Prayer Vigil. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Elena. That's Realms of Hope at uh, dot wordpress.com. Didn't you change the domain? I thought you ch- I thought you added a regular we, domain. No, to that. We, we, bought, we bought the domain. 
And then I'm going to change oh, right. the domain eventually. I haven't done it yet. But anyway, yeah, we no, bought the domain, so I got relisted on no, Google. I think it's there. I think, I think it's there. Because I helped you put it. Realmsofhope.com is active. Uh, so yeah. hold on a second. I'm just testing it. Hold on a second. It should be coming up. Because you put the forwarder in. I showed you how to put the forwarder in. It should be forwarding over. I don't know. It's come, Yeah, it, I it's did not what forward. you told me, and it was – no, it did. It did when we oh, my checked bro? it last time. Huh. Okay. Well, Wait a minute. I don't okay. – all right. Well, then just stick with realmsofhope.wordpress.com. That will definitely take you there, and then we can troubleshoot later what's going on with the uh, forwarder on that, uh, on that domain name that we have. But anyway, we'll see you Friday night. Lord willing, God bless you all for joining us tonight. These programs are going to get more and more powerful, more and more deep, and um, uh, it's going to be Yes, it's they going do, Johnny. Pro- when you, when you hit realmsofhope.com, it comes right up. Yeah. Realmsofhope.com. Uh, That's it. Realmsofhope.com. Yeah. Came right up. Okay. Yeah, it's not on mine, um, and it may be... It may some of the web browsers will block a regular HTTP connection. Oh, I got it on so that might, that be part of it. Um, I, yeah. I I can always try another browser, but anyway, yeah. Like if I fire up Firefox, well, Firefox is even more secure. It's kind of finicky. Um, hold on a second. Yeah. Not now. Let me try realmsofhope.com. Oh. I tried tried Google Chrome and it didn't come up. No. Realmsofhope.com HTTPS comes right up with uh, Fire with yep. Firefox, but in my Chrome mm-hmm. browser it's not it's not coming up. That's weird. Um, weird. Uh, but anyway, it came it's, up on mine. No, hey man, don't ask me to explain technology <laughs> that's made up quadrillions of different dynamics and OSs and versions of browsers and locations on the internet and yada, censorship, yada, yada, yada. Yep. everything. <laughs> They can all go burn in the lake of fire as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, Jesus. Hurry anyway, up. I'll, we'll see yeah, you. Hurry up. Tonight. Lord <laughs> willing. Praise God. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Always. God bless you. God bless you.